Hello, I'm Rich Terring. I never listen to Nerdology <laughs> because I am way too cool. But carry on listening, nerds. Hi, this is Mark, and welcome to episode 30 of Nerdology. It's been a while, um, so we're going to do something a bit different. We've got the lads around, and we're going to watch a DVD. And not just any old lads, though. It's my three favourite podcasters. Oh. No, not J.R. Lee and Simon. It's Doc Hume, The Rev, and Alno from the Diddly Dumb podcast. Hello, guys. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Chin, chin. Nice. Oh, there you go. Chin chin. <laughs> a bit of that. Mm. Bit of pop. Cheers. Mm, cheers. Nice. Oh, nice. Right. We've got you guys together to do a commentary yes. on a classic Doctor Who story. Indeed. Yes. In every sense of the word. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are going to be watching the special edition of The Five Doctors. Adam? The Five <laughs> Doctors. Oh. I thought you'd got me on because I was from Hull. I've got the Alan Alan Bleasdale play the Five Dockers. Is that oh. going to cause problems? Well, you can always chip in with bits from that if you like. Oh, oh yeah, I will. <laughs> <laughs> it might dovetail together. It might. Anywho, anywho, yes. just chopping um, up your cooking sherry. All right, this could this could end up like the Tardis Tavern. Okay, so. <laughs> Do we all have what, our legally purchased DVDs? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Rev? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so what we've done, we've gone to play now, and we paused it on second one, so we've all got William Hartnell with his, his lapels. lapels ready to go. He's doing impressive so on the count of three... I should just say thank you to Squeaky the Pirate Rat, who's donated my copy tonight. <clears throat> Lovely. Thanks, Squeaky. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right, so we'll do a three, two, one, and then we'll hit play. So, three, two, one, play. Ah, uh, William Hartnell. Yes. Yeah. I think it's fitting that they had this little clip. It's good. It's a, it's a nice tribute. It, originally, they were planning on actually sticking in footage from it, but uh, later on, they mm. decided not to go with that. Yeah, no, it's nice. It's a nice little cameo, and it's a great speech, and I think it serves him well. It's um, yeah, it's a um, it's very moving. Oh, Peter Davison there. Oh, yes. I was with him the other week. You, you know, so young. Were you really? I was. I was with Peter Davison, Doncaster Racecourse. You know, um, oh, get you. How is it? Name dropper. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he charged me twenty quid for an autograph, <laughs> and then I. <laughs> I, my mate, well, but you're not bitter. My mate I was with said, uh, we like the five-ish doctors. I said, yeah, apart from on the red button, it started halfway through. He went, did it? He went, did it on oh. my telly. No, he didn't. The tellies oh. did that, he said. He was doing my house. So he shook me hand. And I thought, yeah. I wonder if that's oh. the one that's been up a cow's bum. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he said, do you want a picture? I said, I like a selfie. He said, 20 quid. We're 20 quid for selfies Ooh. now. Ooh. Was, and, it, was uh, this a signing or just at the race? It was board? a signing. It was a, it was, oh, right, it was a, a do where I met Paul McGann and uh, him. And, uh, the, well, the nicest man was Lee Sullivan, but that's probably for another time. Uh-huh. He, he, he so, could talk for England. Did you manage to penetrate the silver ring? I pick your pardon. <laughs> you were a race course, weren't you? 
Oh, oh moving now. On. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Al will tell you that uh, he ha- he bears a striking resemblance at times to Matthew Waterhouse. When I was Most of in my late teens, who did I bear a striking resemblance to? Tegan Jivanka. Oh, sorry. <laughs> was it Leela? I was just like, I used to have a very, when? that shade of red hair. Oh. Special dyed. Oh, new console. Oh, new it's console. Nick Lynch. Just that. It's he's a got, beauty, he's got posher randles than the first Doctor, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. He ain't got cracks the, um, in his. The Eye of Orion, that's plus uh, from Daniel in Tranvrothen, which was the estate of Lady Annabel oh. Williams Ellis, who was the widow of Sir Clough Williams Ellis. Ah! Who was? Oh, yeah, Merriam designer. Yeah. Yeah. Genius yeah. of a man. And here's an interesting thing, because uh, Tegan, Tegan, of course, being uh, being a, a lovely pitch to the Australian fans, uh, this was uh, the Five Doctors was made with um, the with with a lot of cash from the ABC, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, sixty thousand um, Australian dollars. Is this it's she, interesting. Is she actually Australian, Janet Fielding? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. She's not a Perry. Not. Not that you could tell from some of the um, not from some of the uh, Saturday Swap Shop uh, interviews that she did, where she was more RP than oh, I um, think, yeah. Reginald Perrin. Yeah, <laughs> to make up a name. Reggie Perrin's wife died yesterday. Yeah, Aww. that was sad. Very sad. Very sad. Mm. This isn't Wales, Al. I think you'll find it's the Eye of Orion. Sorry, the Eye of Orion. Yes. Ah, uh, yeah. Yes. Did Nick script from this bit uh, for a school project when I was in sixth form? You know, we had to design some monster masks in art, and uh, we had to do a comic strip based on the monster masks. And I, I had this guy. I called him Eric Herbel because it was a character in a John Lennon poem. But it was a big blobby monster. But he lived in this special place that that was always positive because it had a high bombardment of positive ions. <laughs> 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 I thought it was some deep hippie. Well, just caught in Terence. So uh, Tegan's wearing the yeah, yeah. second Doctor's uh, furry coat there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. But I don't, I don't know think you. it is. I don't know about you lot. It might be my telly, but the colours are particularly vibrant. Mm. Oh, well, it might be your telly. I don't know, because so. I seem to remember there was a similar kind of thing with Black Orchid, where <clears> the greens <throat> were very green. Mm. But then I'm not complaining, because it looks great. Uh, they've got BBC computers on Gallifrey. They wow. have, yeah. Model yeah. B. Oh. Now, I've got the novelisation in front of me. I believe <clears> when the Doctor's walking through the garden, in the novelisation it says that he soon senses his regeneration. That's why he's having a stroll in the garden. He's gone somewhere oh. to rest up. Oh, right. Because originally I could it was going to be... Through, a foot... that, but... Sorry. Yeah. No, 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 no. Because originally, I think this was going to be. They planned on it being this was going to be footage um, of him in a rose garden, sort of tending to the roses. Mm. But that's an awful. Oh, Mister Whippy! But that's an oh, awful dear. lot of um, an awful lot like Plan Nine in a way. I don't know. He's got his uh, character options toys. Yeah. Wouldn't you have killed to have those when you were a kid, though? I'd kill now. <laughs> <laughs> He's got like his little war games pusher. Yeah, that's all right. Just give them a shot. He's been ages making them. The so-called improvements to the effects. I mean, why get rid of the the triangles? I thought they were great. The tri- triangles. Well, it's time, yeah, I admit. Yeah, but, no, wrong know, with it. Better than a Mr. Whippy. I think the croupier pusher is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, it's, it's quite like... sinister, isn't it? The triangle. I think it is. It's reminiscent of the uh, old. Yeah. Anyway, I've, I've, I've always found it so. 
Oh, oh, right. Yes, this is oh. uh, mm. not 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 with Sergeant Benton, <coughs> who apparently wasn't chuffed with the lines as given. Although, um, according well, to, yeah. so, I think this is a badly written bit. This. Well, oh, the lines it? he got were basically to say the Doctor twice from the looks of it, so I'm not surprised he didn't want to do it. <laughs> this, this bloke who's replaced the Brigadier... Meg Loss doing a cameo in the front there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, prick. <laughs> <laughs> <Not> prick. <clears throat> um, this, <laughs> this bloke who's... Crichton, re- is it? It was Colonel Crichton. Was, was, is this one Colonel Crichton? It wasn't him in... Yeah, right. I think he is, yeah. They said there's one chap we tried to get hold of, the... Um, he should have read the files. What is he aiming for? And pondering, <laughs> he should know who the doctor is. How did he get this job? Or is the government really not that bothered? Is it a Quango now unit? Well, well, seeing as it's super secret, it's got a massive thing on the outside. At least they've taken the Brigadier's name off it, but they've got a thing outside yeah. saying, unit, you know, secret headquarters, keep out! It's a secret know, from not... the boss, should it? <laughs> no, you see the second really. doctor there when he escapes from his jacket while the soldiers trying to stop him getting through. No, it's Tegan's He's jacket. copied that from the uh, the Everton fan who ran on in the 1966 FA Cup final. Oh, Everton mm. were 2-0 down to Sheffield Wednesday and they came back to win 3-2. He ran on the pitch, the policeman's running after him, grabs hold of his jacket, matey shakes his jacket off, policeman lands on the floor, face first. Ooh. Classic. <laughs> yes. Can't see You've got a clock. Patrick Troughton now. Oh, he's great, isn't he? I was just—it's—it's it's fascinating that people were saying that uh, you know you couldn't have the uh, the more recent eighties uh, doctors in any specials now because of the aging process. Mm. But you know, mm. Patrick Troughton and John Pertinis, you don't say them for anybody else, do you? You don't even consider it that they're greyer and wrinkly, idea. I think Colin and I don't Tom might have changed that much. Pertwee probably is. Fared a bit better. Hartnell looks funny when he was. We'll come on to that. Oh, it's familiar. Uh, that sergeant. Who's that? Oh, I don't know. Was it Gripper Stebson from Ray Range Hill? Float. No, it wasn't. No, what's he been in? Gripper he'd, Stebson. He'd be a kiddie still then, wouldn't he? Gripper Stebson. He was in Grange Hill at this time. <laughs> the terrible Zodian. names. There used to be another unseen yeah. uh, Doctor Who character mentioned there, and that was his Aunt Mabel. Uh, but, uh, yeah. That's it's, not in this particular take. So. It's a terrible... All of the flies are. <laughs> the terrible Zodin is basically um, Captain Mannerin's wife of the Doctor Who universe. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. Her indoors. Yeah. Her indoors. Yeah. Miss Cathcott. Um... Oh, that's awful. Well, I, I don't understand why you would want to... Why you'd want to take an effect from the time and then just mm. date it even more than than it was I anyway? I suppose there was this now, was, thing that using that... CG at the time was like, oh, it, it, it's not going to date, yeah. it's not going to date, but of course it does, and uh, yeah, doesn't work. Because this this came out as a, a special edition in the nineties on VHS. So is that the effect that was put onto the VHS version, or is this something? That they bought in for yeah, the. I don't think DVD so. I think I'm sure it was a solid black, wasn't it? Oh, because that's the new one. That's a new one, is it? Is that it silverish one? So, like, yeah. like a Mr. Whippy. Well, VH, oh, yeah. VHS special editions just meant it had a bit of foil on the cover or a sticker, didn't it? <laughs> I did wonder what you, were, what, what you were talking about Mr. Whippy for earlier, Rev. I was thinking, I shouldn't inquire. Oh, it's <laughs> a dance move. Oh, that's interesting. Because the special edition was the second release of the Five Doctors on VHS, according to. Oh. It was. It was. It first came out in eighty five. 
um, which was just the original broadcast edit, which was that's also available as a laser for back disc. then. Yeah, that's that is pretty quick. It probably would have cost about as much as Bessie as well to buy. Oh, it's Big Bird. Yeah. <laughs> oh, interrupted his. Uh... John Petty, who plays simultaneously Big Bird and Mr. Snufflepagus. I do, and I believe, yeah, I, believe um, <laughs> I believe it was this point in the production he suggested to the director that he maybe gave one of the horses a comical voice and no one would know it was him. <laughs> yeah. Ah, good morning, madam. And the horse would go, oh, good morning, Mr. Doctor. Oh. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Cromantha. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Why doesn't the horse get a model? Not the horse, Bessie. Bessie, oh, that's a point. Yeah, yeah that'd be a good model, wouldn't it? Because the, th- the Three Doctors original DVD came with a model of like a little Bessie you could have put Where's there. John Pert with Toy? He's got his hands up like he's going, hey, whoa, whoa, hold on. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not doing that, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Come up with another way for me to get to the town. Yes. The red's very red on this coffee. That's Taylor's hair. <laughs> yes, yeah. Interesting because it's it's a rem- it is a remarkable piece of TV, and and as celebrations go, what else could they have done? I mean, I can I can understand why Robert Holmes gave it a shot and then basically threw up his hands mm, and said it's not going to happen. Don't him. Um, Although that directly led, of course, to Caves of Androzani. So that's quite cool. Because that's what got him back into, into writing for the series. Yeah. I think if you sit down TV. expecting it to be a celebration, that mm-hmm. you have a wonderful time. I think if you oh, sit yes, down thinking, yes. oh, this is going to be... Um, the greatest uh, you story know, the greatest, in uh, <laughs> Best com- constructed plot ever. Mm. Oh, my, my mother used to have one of those coats. It was, but it was green. And she actually dared to want to turn up to a school prize giving in it. And I, I, I just ignored her. She wears it underneath it. <laughs> oh, oh, please. All right. <laughs> Zora's got one in Blade Runner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, um, but no, you're, you're, you're right, Doc, because it is. It's just a celebration, isn't it? And it yeah. is a, it's, a, it's a very good celebration as far as it goes. It's not, it's not totally dissimilar to Day of the Doctor, but it's more celebratory. Was that cool? Was that cool in the gang? Paul is slayed, and she never got the best. Oh, now this costume choices. Did you? This makes you ache that Shada was never broadcast. This is this this is. One of those bits where you'd get somebody on a DVD commentary saying, "Now, I, I do believe that uh, now Tom Baker didn't want to do this, and do you know they actually used this footage from an unused show? I believe <laughs> is that so? <laughs> yeah, it just happened uh, there. It did. <laughs> well, I like it when they have people like that on who are sort of not with the, uh, not with it. <laughs> oh, it's interesting. Yeah, it was clever there was thing no to do at the time, though, wasn't it? It was actually. It's a beautiful it's a shot. Genius isn't it? bit of work thing. to do that. Scene is lovely. Well, they were having a lot of fun. You can see it, can't you? It, it yeah. comes through. And um, although Sharda itself not as successful as we'd like it to be, it kind of exists mm. in the superposition of by not being finished, it can never yes. be a failure. It's in that kind of limbo, isn't it? 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, but this scene's just this scene's just gorgeous. It's, oh, it's, it's beautiful, brilliant. yeah. Yeah, mm. and, and so yeah, well played. Good, right? good, good dialogue and everything. I think we're mispronouncing Sharda. But Tom Baker did mess him around a little bit. I mean, it's understandable mm. why he did it, but it wasn't till yeah. it wasn't till the 29th mm. of December, the pre- previous year, that he said he, that he pulled out, and then they had to redo mm. the script, and the script was finished by March. So Terence Dix only had, you know, like three months to turn it around before they started filming, and people's availability just changed and went all over the shop. So. Um, they they didn't know who they were going to get because um, Victoria was going to be in it to one up to one point until she got um, what was she on? Um, she got she got a better offer. Uh, did Deborah Watling? So, um, so that's why Jamie's got Victoria's lines, that, which isn't the first time those, that Jamie's ended up with someone else's lines. Those berries mm. on the front of Romana's hat are the sort of thing you used to put on a Yule log at Christmas, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's having he's Gosh, having one of his turns, isn't it? <laughs> He's Ooh, in a bit is. of lying down, panting now. Do you reckon that she lost a license? Paul is slayed, and why did they put her in that? I mean, come on. I know. It's not great. Uh, and the, the, the thing it's underneath it's not much better, is it? I was going to say, it's only really a step uh, up from uh, the Andy so Pandy awful. suit. Isn't it, really? There's some awful costumes in this, uh, this programme. Bless her, she was cornered by Bush. I know it's the 80s, but come on. Yeah. Oh, and the incline. Of course, we've got the incline coming up. Oh, don't. Spoilers. <laughs> well, I've always been. I've never. Do you know what? It's only since listening to people like uh, us on podcasts that I've ever really noticed that it was a, a shallow incline. I've just sort of been. I've always watched this with my jaw open, no matter how many million times mm. I watch it. Now. Oh yeah. Did you all watch this on broadcast? Um, yeah. I, I don't actually. I think I must I have remember. done. I don't remember. No, I don't. Mm. I very much. I must have been around the In perfect fact, age I do remember I was... the bit. I do remember is um, hmm. Richard Handel and uh, Peter Davison driving a truck into the Blue Peter Studio. Yeah, yes. They actually they actually drove it in politely through the door. I, mean, I don't mean they ram raided the place and nicked the <laughs> tortoises. Richard Handel took They're it doing totally it in character, aren't they? And I think Peter yeah. Davison looks very embarrassed, doesn't he? Did but they open Handel. the? Bless. Did they open the whacking great door they used to open to let the choir in at Christmas? Yeah, on the marching bands. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's on. It's on the DVD. The extra. It's um. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you you won't be able to see it at the moment, Rev, because we're watching this. And if you jump, yeah, but uh, it's there. Have a look in the menus when you come off. I will. I will. <laughs> it's on the other disc. Yeah. Is it? Every Christmas, I used to <laughs> shout yeah. at the Two screen. Discs. Don't open the door. You, the wind's going to blow out the cra- the candles on the Advent crown, but they wouldn't listen. Mm. <laughs> Oh. The follies of youth. They're in something different for once, haven't they? Yeah. <clears throat> what? Well, that air stewardess costume must have been absolutely minging by the it's time the she took it off. the first time that she... Uh... Is there a laundrette in the TARDIS? Oh, you can see Tillow's tummy. I hope so, for their sake. Yeah. That costs extra. <laughs> I like Mark Strickland's suit. shoes. They're pretty cool. <laughs> Sorry. Oh god, here we go. Water feature, lovely. Mm. Gallifrey looks exquisite. That's where the there, budget went. Yeah, yeah. Um, for here's the thing. I don't know whether you because when Holmes was working on it, the script was called the Six Doctors yeah. because it was going to turn right. out that the Doctor was going to be an Auton. Um, and originally, the scene in which the Third Doctor and Sarah was going to be mm. Autons, but they changed it for a variety of reasons, largely because Terence Dix mm. didn't want it to be Autons, but. I might just have made that up, who knows. But um, 
there almost was another doctor in this because the aim was to because because the preceding season had had really been building up towards it because you know in much the same way as Moffat built towards Day of the Doctor this was really building towards the anniversary because JNT knew what he was doing with that and he had been preparing it for you know nearly four years at this point um it was that it was um Maxwell was going to be in it because he yeah, was trying yeah, to get yeah, back a lot of the characters who'd been in Ark of Infinity but a lot of people couldn't reprise their roles because either they'd been killed or whatever. But, um, oh, there he is. Oh, no, not Max him. Hill, obviously. Sorry. <laughs> but, so just, <laughs> just a moment. Yeah, but apparently, uh, even at this stage, they'd had that party at which uh, Colin mm-hmm. Baker had impressed everybody so much. And it was already... Oh, right. J&T was already thinking. So that's why that didn't happen. I think, apparently. I read. Wasn't she the mother? (laughs) Wasn't she the mother in the Railway Children? Diana Sheridan. Which links us into Bernard Cribbins. Yeah, does, doesn't it? Now, do you know who offered to return for the Five Doctors and was turned down? Go on. Rev, you sitting down? Oh, Oh, no, no, not Louise Jameson. Louise Jameson. And apparently they turned down on the grounds that they didn't have a doctor to match her up with. But he should be left on Gallifrey, hadn't she? So she could have been in these yeah. scenes. Yeah, yeah it, it must have been. It must have been. You've got. I mean, it, oh, here we go. Because originally they weren't going to. When Terence Dix accepted it, it, one of the provisors was that he wouldn't have to have Daleks in it. And interestingly, on the commentary, hmm. he says that he insisted that the Dalek was added. So someone's. Memories cheating. He insisted that what? Uh, that, that he says he, he insisted that the Dalek was added. Oh, right. Because you couldn't do it without a Dalek. Not really. No, not so. It, it, it wouldn't have got to 50 years without a Dalek. Although, interestingly, though, as well, you know, in fairness to J&T, the first director they approached for it was Waris Hussein. Was it? Really? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Really? yeah. He was, um, and he was too busy still trying to get served at the BBC bar. <laughs> 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 um, but no, well, they could, he, he considered it, but they, they couldn't come to an agreement. So after that, they asked, who do you think? Or do you know? You probably know. Oh, uh, who, who is the, uh, the legendary uh, director of all directors in Doctor Who? Oh, Keith Boak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he hadn't been born. <laughs> so he was sort of like... Uh, cu- direct, of... Legendary directors? Or, um... Yeah. Oh, what's his Oh, face? um... Uh, uh, Paddy Kingsland. No, the uh, guy who used to be <laughs> in the SAS. Yeah. Lofty Wiseman. Lofty Wiseman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was Doc's he called? Got it. Doc's got it. Um, Doug Canfield. Dougie Doug Canfield. Dougie Canfield. Oh, yeah, right. they asked... But the problem was, they turned him down for the series. So he... Although he wanted to do it, he turned them down as a matter of principle. Mm, he wasn't well either, was he? he? No, he wasn't well. But he had wanted to do the series, and JNT said no because JNT was really pushing for not not to have mm. creators back from the past, but to you know to keep to, to keep the writers coming in new and to keep it moving forward. Mm. But he was very keen on on working with the stories past in order to to keep bringing it forward like that. But um, but which is which is interesting because he was he was against the idea of Robert Holmes initially. And then he, mm. but but Eric Sayward and Robert Holmes obviously, well, really hit it off. Yeah. Even though it's such, it must be so difficult to write something like this because this is not. It's not like trying to write Time Lash or something, is it? You know, just just a just a Doctor Who script. 
It's no. the Doctor Who script, and heaven knows what the pressure on Stephen Moffat must have been for Day of the Doctor. Because that was even bigger than this. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Even without it getting a premiere in uh, America. <clears throat> yes, that's right. Because that it aired in America on the twenty third for the anniversary, and then we got it on the twenty fifth as part of Children in Need. Yes. Yeah. Which was actually the BBC's fault rather than J and T's because he'd offered him it, but yeah. they wanted to wait. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's all my facts now. I've done everything. <laughs> I'm just going to watch it. The subtitles, <laughs> the subtitles have just come up on my screen in brackets. Sinister laughing. Mm. <laughs> Maniacal laugh. Panting. Oh, Muppets reference. Uh. <laughs> so, Al, I'm a bit disappointed you haven't got any um, births or deaths. Associated to... with it. Well, we had... Um, um, well, Doctor Who was born Richard on Perry's day, wife. Um... <laughs> Well, yes. well, yeah, oh, we did yeah. have that. Oh, it's, it's, tw- it's the anniversary of Kennedy's assassination. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and the- C.S. Lewis's death, that's one. We know that one. Um, Aldous Huxley. Yeah. Well, yeah. a few days before this, uh, Harry Lloyd was born. Oh, right. Who went on to be son of mine in the family of blood. Yes, and... Um, Is he that um, old? Ca- yeah. Oh, you mean, sorry, of- before Five Doctors, I thought you meant... Oh. Sorry, I've gone back to 1963 then. <laughs> He's aged well, isn't he? I was he? just thinking. He has. I thought yeah. he was and one he, of the ones in One Direction, Thrones, wasn't he? Wasn't he? <laughs> oh, no, that's Harry Taub. <laughs> oh, right. He's pushed the dial, I tell I love this. I, I, yeah, I watched this when it was on. I remember watching it with children because mm. it was one of the it was one of the alternate weekends when I wasn't on on a hill next to a park. It was, it was elsewhere. And, we um, were, what, do you mean, what do you mean on a hill? We were I used to, the, I used the lonely girl's head. Yeah, um, well, kind of, yeah. Is this the no, same was... hill where the doctor used to meditate with that one plant that grew? Oh, the daisiest daisy. I don't know. It had the whitest dog poo and I ran into a tree, but that's a story for another day. That's quite effective, isn't it? Um, and that, kids, is why you don't fire an energy weapon in an enclosed space. No, definitely. Oh, that looks brilliant. It does, doesn't it? That's it's quite good. It's Dalek creepy. Carnage, isn't it? Yeah, mm. and Dalek Carnage too. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> on fire. <laughs> oh, lovely. Do you want to blow Rassilon's horn, uh, Rev, or something? Uh, um... Oh, that takes us a bit back. <laughs> oh, wow. oh, it's like being on Diddly Dumb. <laughs> it is, isn't it? <laughs> My dream realised. Oh, there we go. All oh, right, keep your eyes out for boots and trousers. Oh, Oof. boots yeah. and trousers. Are there some crap? Dub- are they a double act? <laughs> they- yeah, yeah. That yeah. was like the Hale and Pierce and Mitchell and Webb type feature of this episode. <coughs> it's interesting. Yeah, they- I'm so glad off. these two got paired up together. They're brilliant. Oh, it is great, isn't it? Although it's- they only have a bit in two stories, haven't they? Yeah. It's exactly. Oh. oh. Down. There's no time for dancing. There you go. Ooh. Oh. Oh. I, do you know? I really like the music for this. He really as well. sells that as well, doesn't he? Yes. Yeah. And there's a good sound effect here, isn't there? Because it tings. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, trousers. Trousers. Oh. There we go. I'm saying nothing. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I um. I was just reading up on this earlier this weekend just to remind myself of things. I came across a line from, what's his name? Philip Sandifer. 
Ah, yes. Yeah. So where he says, uh, uh, what was it? I've quoted it. So, if the moment in which Liz Sladen hurls herself down a small hill in the name of peril is the moment of Doctor Who that most perfectly embodies the companion, then the decision to have a wax dummy of Tom Baker stand in for a photo shoot is the moment <laughs> that most perfectly embodies John Nathan Turner. Well, it does, because in fairness to John Nathan Turner, and I, you know, I'm going to defend him a little bit on this, because mm. he was doing his best here, this was another thing, that, that photo shoot was another thing that Tom Baker had said he would be at. And, oh, had he? Right. Yeah, and mm. J&T had arranged for the waxwork to be available because he didn't think he was going to be there, or on the off chance that he didn't, he didn't yeah. make it for whatever reason. Because just as because, well, really. Yeah, but it, go on, Liz. Yeah, climb lovely. that slope. Get in. Yeah, but it's um, that's a good point for the. Doesn't doesn't one of the doesn't the four part version of this end there where she falls down the slope? That's the cliffhanger. It's a hell of a cliffhanger. I can't, I can't work out if they were being sarcastic slope or not, but they did it. Slope hanger. Yeah. <laughs> slope liar. I don't yeah. know. So yeah, but it was. Um, so, but it was. I mean, you can see, you can. It, it's like you can understand why Tom Baker wouldn't want to come back to it. It's too soon. Mm, mm, yeah, mm. it's true. Oh dear! Uh, how does he know that he regenerates into all, into all teeth and curls? Mm. It, I thought he said, uh, uh, "Well, perhaps I did, but he says perhaps I did, but not yet." Yeah. There's a big finish pitch in there somewhere. Tidy that up, I reckon. Oh, that's a proper rose. You don't get rose like that. <laughs> that's that's very Wales, isn't it? It's very Wales. It is. I mean, that's uh, if you, if you're going on World War Z, that's Central Cardiff. <laughs> he's he's good, is Peter Davison. He is a fleecing you for 40 quid for a selfie in a picture. <laughs> Writing his name on a bit of paper. Well, he's got to be careful, hasn't he? Because uh, well, he, didn't, he didn't charge me anything when I met him at Longleat. Yeah. In my n- never repeat yeah, story. Back in the day when they were expected to go and do their business. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. It was, uh, it was part of the promotional sort of have activity, you, wasn't it? Have you checked his autograph, Rev? Sure, he didn't put Tristan by mistake. He actually puts, uh, <laughs> like, you know, how, patron- how patronising actually signs it. Peter Davison, Doctor Five. Yeah, I didn't think of that. Yeah, God, he's so... <laughs> I don't thought of that. <laughs> Jesus, he's really as if you're not still not my favourite Doctor. Uh, I love a bit of space. Yes, good, good, good. I didn't think I'd get away with I'm that. I'm picking up on the references, Al. Good, oh, excellent. Don't you worry about that. I'll throw them out there. Here we go. Classic oh. ankle yeah, twist coming up. Yeah, but spoke the line in Spaced? Reese Shearsmith. He did. Where's yeah. he from? Oh, uh, <laughs> everything's connected. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is... Handel's very good. He's very good, and and which is which is terrific. But, of course, hmm. later on, um, J&T's mining of Blake 7 for, um, for guest artists would come a little bit of a cropper with... with the aforementioned time lash and the marvellous Paul Darrow Do getting know, his own back. He, he is good. They're Brian Blessed as well, don't they? He is good, yes. as, he is good as Richard Hound. And at the time, as a little kid, I was happy that it was the first Doctor. But can you imagine if they recast the fourth Doctor now? How would you feel oh. about that? Ooh. It'd be odd, wouldn't it? His mark's too strong on the show. 
Yeah, but only because in what was this 1983? So any oh. old any old bald old man with a grey long hair can be the first Doctor we're seeing. Yes. But in 1983, how much Hartnell would you have seen? Well, I'd seen Booker O. Couple of photos. Exactly. I think yeah. I'd seen uh, Five Faces. I was going to say a couple yeah, of photos in Woman's Weekly then, but I mean Doctor Who Weekly. Well, and a nursery child. Yeah. That would have been. It. I don't think I did see that though, because we only had one telly in our house, and my dad ever wanted the news on. Oh, right. Oh, so I didn't see that till the nineties uh, stuff. So I didn't either. No, we couldn't watch stuff like that. We got oh, a port. Yeah. I remember we was getting a portable, and he used to make us go and watch it in the uh, spare room with one of them right. curtain aerials. We used to watch the Adams Family <laughs> on Channel, on, uh, channel Four. Oh, go on, Janet. Well, it made it more authentic watching on a tiny little screen. That's what they would have had back in '63. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it, yeah, it would have. And um, Heather Hartnell gave a blessing to it, didn't she? Yeah. So that kind of makes it okay. And he—it's interesting because he plays—he plays the first Doctor. He doesn't play. Mm. No, and I think that's. But, yes. To be yeah. commended, really. Oh, hello. Oh, this makes a, a reappearance a little bit further down the line. Yes. Yes. The time of the Doctor. Yeah, in the same season that brought us Metabolis Gate, so it makes you wonder. Metabolis. Mm. Yes. That's, and they just raided Chancellor Flavia's dressing table, haven't they? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's good, though, Barusa. In this. Barusa? Nice, yeah. he's, he's, he's the school bully. He is, Barusa. Barusa. Oh, he's never been better than his second. Okay. Version though, in Invasion of Time. Oh yeah, well, well, no, actually. Well, Angus MacKay was quite good. Mm. But you can see, you can, you can see why um, once, once they changed the idea of it appearing to be potentially the fourth Doctor who was evil when they had to rewrite it. You can see why they'd go with not having an obvious villain. Well, da- not... didn't Terence Dix want it to be the Master initially, and then? Yeah, um, Eric Saber said to him, "You can't have that because it's way too obvious." Yeah, yeah. There's some, there's some marvelous cowering from Anthony Ainley. You can't blame him, but um, when things start exploding, he was a bit nervous about it. Apparently, in case his wig fell off. Well, no, I, I think it's more because maybe he wasn't. Oh, I think that. I think Rev, that's a mat. Mm-hmm. what? Or is it? A, it's either a mat or a glass shot. I don't know. Because there are a few of them in this, um, and they'll have been fixed for the special edition because they'll, 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 they'll have adjusted the wobble, I think. Yeah. There have been uh, match shots but at this point in history because I think they got rid of doing glass ones, didn't they, before then? I think there might be glass ones in it. Oh, it was. This is 83, isn't it? Was, yeah, because there's a, gla- where there's was a glass shot. Where was There's a glass shot in um, The Awakening. 80s, yeah, yeah but there's, a, there's a glass shot in, in The Awakening. Is there? The church is a glass shot, isn't it? Well, I don't know. I, mean, I this, think it is. This could be a book. It could be like Brian May's Diablos. <laughs> Al, do you know which songs were in the hit parade this week when this broadcast first time round? No. 1983? Banana Rama. Yes. Banana and Fun Boy 3. No, number 38 was uh, Blue Monday by New Order. Oh, oh right. That could be any year. Yeah. Temple Number 32 of was no, This Temple Charming of... Man by The Smiths. Oh, oh, right. It was a good year, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um... Club Tropicana. Oh. 
Oh, this will please the Rev. Oh. A Mess of Blues by Status Quo. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Is that what that's meant to be, Rev? What? Club Tropicana, they're all sitting around that um, table. (laughs) (laughs) The drinks are free. That's very Blake 7, isn't it? Yes. You know, in the the midst of a peril, they'd suddenly stop and all have a play a little game around the the sort of semicircular settee at the front of the... um, the Liberator, with um, with green drinks. Mm, oh, yeah, that's a beautiful shot. Those trees are really, yeah, kind of alien, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, well, Welsh. <laughs> like I said, alien. <laughs> yeah. That's, a, that's they're pretty old. They must be pretty old. Mm. Beautiful. It's a lovely size of setting, isn't it? I don't know if I've been there or not. I probably went there when I was three. We seemed to go everywhere when I was three, and I got told off for either being three or everywhere else we went. I was reading, <laughs> so I never noticed. Where is it? Um, Wales. No, but where? where? <laughs> Gallifrey. Oh, it's a lake. <laughs> it's a lake. It must be Bal. It's the death zone, Doc. Pay attention. Why in the sky, Red? Yeah, I'm Gwynedd. Because oh. it it's not really Wales. No, but if it was Gallifrey, it'd have a red sky, wouldn't it? What do you mean? Well, he's got really wheels to have a red sky, does he? All the time. No, that's been, that's been silly. I think when I went. Only at night. <laughs> it's too, it's too dark it from to see CSO, it, isn't it? the cult fanzine yeah. who sponsored this show, uh, has done a few little colourisations of the of the sky on this. But they kept keep it getting taken down from YouTube because um, it's a bit naughty to put BBC copyright stuff yeah, up on Yeah, tell YouTube. me about it. It's been a bugger to find. Yeah. Oh, fanzine is that? <laughs> Wasn't there... Um, isn't there something about I don't know if we really want to go into Creative Commons and things like that, but fair use. Mm. It's tricky. I know that because 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 um, the BBC have. Um, <laughs> I think there's there's certain elements within it that they. It's not so much that they that they would necessarily turn the blind eye because obviously they can't because it's copyrighted material. But mm. it's that um, as long as you don't take the mic. Yeah. Or nobody notices. <laughs> You'll be all right. Well, yeah, there could be that. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, this is this is great. Jehoshaphat. Is that his name then? A lot yeah, of people yeah. thought that. Is that the master's first name? Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat yeah. Master. Mm, yeah. Makes you jump. <laughs> oh, he's good. I like oh, him. Oh, yeah, I do. It's not as good as Delgado. Thing is, it's a bit like Herndall, really. I isn't struggle it? with the, I that... struggle with the master yeah, thing quite yeah. a lot. That people, you know, no, he's not as good as this. At that time, he's as a kid, he's allowed to change. Yeah, at that time as a kid, you wouldn't have seen no, know, the I previous incarnations. So you think, oh yeah, he's great. Well, I'd still have been terrified by the thingy one in there, uh, Deadly Assassin. Oh yeah, give me the creeps that Peter Pratt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. His ping yeah. pong ball eyes. I've never Crazy. heard Judge Arrant nonsense. <laughs> Excuse me, madam, which year is this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. They're, they're, speaking of um, misuse of copyright material, there are some marvellous things out there. Um, <laughs> like the. Um, the subtitled version of Dimensions in Time with production <laughs> subtitles is exquisite. Yeah. yeah. There's there are a couple of versions of the five. Do- oh right, right, yeah, you would run. You, it's just like that cape would go up like kindling to quote Tom <laughs> Baker. But um, look at that BBC model B. Oh, someone beautiful. spent someone spent about the same amount of time getting that to work as that chap did getting Oof. them the the, the yeah. Tower of Sauron to fall down. Yeah. 
interested. Uptown Girl was number one this week. Was it? Yeah, by Billy Joel. I remember that being at number one. See, I remember Top of the Pops that week. What was that? What was number one? Uptown Girl. Oh, right. Was there any any Frankie in the charts at that point? No, a bit of uh, There's the Cure with Love Cats. Yep, yep. It's around about Say Say by Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson. Yeah, it's around that time that the Sisters of Mercy were kicking off as well because it's '83. Oh, they were yes. actually getting some success, but I don't know if they were troubling the charts until '84. So oh, we'll be getting the Black Scrolls of Rassilon soon, <clears throat> and we can start referencing Warp Warp tangentially, which will be fun. Because <laughs> uh, there was a there was a North Wales fanzine called Black Scrolls, which sort of semi morphed into Warp Warp, except it didn't, but uh, some of the same people are involved with it. Oh, yeah. involved with that. I've got, Black I've got Scrolls that sounds like a somewhere. Sisters of Mercy fanzine. Huh? Black Scrolls, Black Scrolls Sis- sounds like a Sisters of Mercy fanzine. It does, well, it does a little bit, but it sounds more like a Sisters of Mercy bootleg, produced by someone mm. who wasn't too keen on the Sisters of Mercy, because, but then, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Ah, uh, yes. Heartland was the best Sisters of Mercy fanzine, I've heard. <clears throat> Because it became semi-official. In your impartial oh, opinion. Yeah, my impartial opinion. Anyway, meanwhile, <laughs> in Doctor Who, Rassilon's having a game. <laughs> oh, he's brilliant. What a face. Yes. Sidebrows. Yes. Expressive. Oh! Excellent. What do you reckon, Rev? Glass or Matt? I'm undecided. <laughs> 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 And he knows what every single one of those buttons does. Mm. Yeah, none of this using the same button to turn on the scanner and open the door. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this works really well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there he goes. Yeah. Practical pineapple. Oh, no, no, Is that no. a samosa? <laughs> he without or a very manky looking pasty. I thought, oh, I thought this is great because um, this, this all this all this gets rid of all the all the problems of um, the uh, the third Doctor only encountering the Cyberman in, in photo shoots and um, Carnival of Monsters. Yeah. <laughs> and the ultimate adventure. Ah, yeah, well, not canon though. Canon, <laughs> <laughs> mind you, neither of the phone strictly speaking. Oh, they're so. Oh, go on. Someone say something about Cybermen. Oh. I don't think these. Excellent. I don't think the eighties ones get so much love, do they? Huh? Every, everyone loves the sixties ones, rightly so. Yeah, but I, oh, yeah. I really like the eighties ones. We tried to give them a bit more uh, continuity across the stories, didn't they? In the eighties, it's a bit. Mm. Pretty much yeah. like Russell T. Davis tried to do when he brought it back. Uh, yeah, they definitely had a well with David Banks being a reoccurring actor as well that summer. Yeah, mm. they gave him a bit of a polish for Silver Nemesis, didn't they? Oh, well, they did. Other than that, Shiny they helmets. pretty much the same. Yeah. Yep. Where is that cloister bell? Yeah, 
weirdly enough, right, I, I get annoyed when Stephen Moffat starts bringing in um, ancient prophecies that no one's ever heard of. But, I, but it doesn't bother me when it's in this. So it's I'm perfectly little... okay to do it in the old series. Yes, exactly. So I'm a bit hypocritical about mm. that. <laughs> I just realised then. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. Oh, this does. Oh, this looks great. It also looks like the entrance to a really swanky pub, but um, I don't know. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> Only hold it on the rock. Would they let the leading actor do that these days? Um, Probably be CG now, wouldn't it? Some I such. don't know. Yeah, maybe. Would there be this much outside broadcast material? Location footage, even. Not mm. outside broadcast. Not done at races, is it? Marple. Surely it would have occurred to take him to change her shoes. Oh, I don't know. She's read the companion handbook. <laughs> oh, right. Hang on. Oh. This is one of my favourite moments. Here it is. Here it is. And not that's why edit that out. There's nothing wrong with that at all. I was on the uh, the Blue Box podcast the other week with Andrew Smith, and he was very upset that they took out no complications from the uh, the Redux version of uh, Day of the Daleks. Yes, yeah, because there's nothing there's nothing wrong with it at all. There's nothing wrong with no. that. It's it's excellent, and there's no need to overdub things to make them match up with. A lot of the time, when when the the changes are made to bring them up to date, it's exactly the same as occurred with Star Wars, and all it does is it just dates it specifically for that particular release, mm. and then yeah. and then and then I'm trying to talk desperately now <laughs> so that we don't mention the tissue compression eliminator, and what it does <laughs> really is it just and not do something really first. horrible to the doctor with it. He's going to humiliate him. I seriously <laughs> hope they didn't find that on Chancellor Flavia's dressing table. <laughs> <laughs> that was in her special drawer. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. Every time you uh, open it, it plays Flavia's theme. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, when she's, when she's doing that soulful sort of... Uh, Singing. It's uh, it's at the point. It's at the point where the tissue compression eliminator has reached its peak. Oh, there you go. That's it. That was that was it. That's where he got hit with shrapnel, wasn't it? Yeah. But but that would kind of put you off working with explosives. In reality. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's cork, but you still got whack with it. So that's why he's a bit yeah zapped. Yes. Yeah. For the rest of it. It's stone. You can just see. I, I think there may have been a cut in between where they checked he was all right. Never. Uh, oh, you that, cynic. That, <laughs> I mean, I might be wrong. That's actually Terry Walsh. But, um, it's, it's not. It's not because he was on Robin yeah. Sherwood at this time. But, um, yeah. The, I mean, the master gets a really rough deal out of this. Because he's just he he sympathise with him. him. Oh, here we go. Glass the doctor's nicked his golden macaroon. Oh, comedy trip! That's 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 two companions in the in the story that have been threatened by shrubs. The first one's Sarah just rears up in front of a shrub. Shrubbery. <laughs> she rears up in front of a shrub before the whippy gets her. The other one's there. Oh. You want a nice one, not too big. 
Yes, say about Sarah Jane's costume, it gets my goat that they shoved Susan in a Mac. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, I think she looks quite cool, isn't it? Yeah, I think she's quite. She's she's still quite a fit young thing at this time period. They should have sorted her out. And we've read on I'm that. Saying, yeah, I, was, uh, I think she looks. I, I liked the uh, cave girl outfit in the Tenth Doctor uh, Radio Times. Oh God! But the Doc can't. <laughs> no, can't we we'll have to agree to disagree on that one. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll disagree. It's, <laughs> it's just the Leela outfit. It's just got. Me. Do you mean the one from Dimensions in Time? Uh, I watched the Legends of Time so. the other week with that, uh, where she's wearing like the um, Pocahontas thing. Yeah. With a perm. Lovely hand acting mm. from Mark Strickson. Is this the only time in, in Doctor Who history that someone has sprained her ankle running away and they've actually done something about it? Yeah. <laughs> New health and safety directive. At the <laughs> no, no, yeah. dark invasion of Earth. It's bathed in the sterile waters of the Thames, isn't it? Can you imagine poor Mark Stripson reading the uh, the script for the first time, thinking, "Great, I'm stuck in the TARDIS with the whole thing apart from the last couple of seconds." Dead <clears throat> <laughs> sterile, yeah. sterile waters what, of the town. What were we going to put in that bit? Um, Spider-Man uh, thing. I kept talking. So that's um, so. Apologies. Uh, that's going to be fun, Mark. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, I didn't. I, I shushed. So. So he's yes. Yeah, he's fiddling in with his macaroon. Yeah. Remain because because they're the Cybermen because their plans were too confusing, <laughs> drawn out, and it was a rubbish game. <laughs> this yo yo, yes, that reappeared in the new series as well, and lasting in Ark in Space also mm. is uh, not entirely a fact. <laughs> oh, I don't know, he likes his tissue compression eliminator. Flavia's doing some great sitting down acting there. Castan's got a nose Ooh. like um, Mark Gattis. <laughs> what? He has a bit, hasn't he? Yeah. A stick on one. Oh, I don't like him anymore. <laughs> Mark Gattis. Oh. Since he was, since oh. he was, he turns out to be a nasty guy in um, Wolf Hall. Um, you do know it's just acting, Doc. See, it wasn't that pleasant. It's when not. He was, uh, it was not. It wasn't that pleasant when he was making sausage rolls out of human flesh in Bleak General, was it? Uh, that's why stuff. I. That's why I can't watch Alien uh, anymore, because I can't forgive uh, Sigourney Weaver for what her character mm. did to Melanie Griffith's character in uh, Working Girl. Yeah. Mm. Are they all canon in your head then? Yes. Uh, <laughs> they're all connected. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in mine, anyway. Yeah. Mm. Yes, we could play a different game with more complicated rules. <laughs> it's like... Do you think somewhere in like a story that's never been shown on TV, the master actually hatches a plan with a, another set of bad guys and it actually pays off and they both come out winning without screwing each other over? No. It must... Im- no. 
<laughs> I was thinking, I was thinking, <laughs> yes, but it's not going to happen, is it? Because they just he's he's what was it? Was it the Rani said you go dizzy walking in a straight line? He just he just mess it up yeah. for the fun of it because it's just it yeah. would be going too smoothly. I mean, this is a guy who disguises himself as a scarecrow for no reason. <laughs> it's it's like. Promises to aliens have no validity. Oh, good. It, it, it's an interesting performance that David Banks gives. Hmm. It, it's, he's very, he's very committed, and he, he was, he was very into it because he, he ended up writing the, the Cyber Diaries, didn't he? Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. yeah. And did the audio ones? Yeah. Some good standing there. Fine standing. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> yes, they are. I think we're heading up for the second cliffhanger now. I don't know. Is that what the just the a still frame of the BBC micro? No, it's the bomb. Uh, ah, yes, yes. The coffin with the silver blobs and cables coming out of it. Yeah, and Mark Strickson does a lovely. <laughs> In fact, I think no, I don't think that was it. <laughs> I think it comes after this bit. When they're attacked with, uh, and it's it's very interesting that because not a lot of people know that the 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 fleas within the Yeti costume are actually the same. Um, it's actually well, not the same fleas, but the same family of fleas that were in the sand mm. in uh, in the um, tribe of gum. Oh, really? Mm, yeah, oh, that, that's and, a nice bit of continuity. Yeah, that is a bizarre fact. Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, fact might be stretching it, but um, yeah. Mm. Do you think this is Wookie Hole again? No, no, no. It's, it's in Wales. Uh, I love Wookie Hole. Someone doing a Yeti <laughs> impression. Yeah. You ever been? Oh, um, here we go. Uh, We're heading up to Rev. That's where they shot Revenge of the Cybermen. Fact. I fans. went to. Um, again, everything's connected. I went to. Stump Cross Cavern, which in League of Gentlemen <laughs> is Stump Hole Cavern, yep. which is where mm-hmm. Mark Gatiss says is where the uh, film Revenge of the Cybermen. When they did it, when, one of the times I saw them live, in fact, it was in Hull, uh, and uh, Mark Gatiss does that bit as in fact there was a funny moment when Tom Baker sprained his ankle on a rock down there. I went woo, and he went thank oh, you, Rev. Here we go. Here we go. Oh. Raston Warrior Robot. What can you say? Oh. It's good. You've seen the re-edit of this. Gotta say, watching this as a ten-year-old kid. I, I feel so sorry for Terence Dix that they just haven't used it. That they've stuffed so many other things back in. Mm. Uh, and you know, because you get when they put the autons <clears> in now, they'll put created by Robert Holmes, won't they, and stuff. And you know that one day they'll bring the slitting back, and RTD will get his creators thing, and the mm. Weeping Angels. Poor Terence Dix. Everything he's done for Doctor Who, all the annoying fans he's put up with doing derogatory impressions of him on trains <laughs> while sat near him. Yeah, and, and podcasts. <laughs> um, re- reading things. Uh, and he created the Rastawari robot, which I just think is it's something that could have been in the... Raston Warrior robot. A few years later when you was getting... Well, in fact, a year later when you were getting Terminator and your Robocops and the whole mm. cyberpunk thing. The whole Raston... Corporation would have fitted in so well to that well. Oh, yes. uh, I think it was a genius idea. I thought it was as well. 
And I think it could be realised very beautifully these days. As long as it wasn't CGI. It's a very... Um, it is very... It's very loved. For something that only makes a... It's like Zygons, in a way, for, for the single appearance. Yeah. yeah. The... Um, what was I going to say? And, of course, the battle scene that's coming up here... Um, which does look marvellous mm, in the mashup yeah. that they've done with Holy Grail with the rabbit. Um, I don't know if you've seen that. <laughs> yeah. Yes, because that's, that's good. It is CGI. Yes, because it works really well. Oh, that's his, uh, his box set of sister's bootlegs. Oh, here yep. we go. <laughs> <laughs> He's Ooh. a goth. He's actually Chancellor Goth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Oh, yes, there you go, the 80s. Oh, oh. Right, we've got to sort of be quiet to honour this moment now, haven't we? One of the greatest performances in Classic Who. It's beautiful. It's been turned into an opera, of course. Do you think he's going to the security kitchen? <laughs> what? <laughs> Not the mind probe. It'll give us the answers we require. Oh dear, dear, dear. There we go. Oh dear. Goth no more. So do you reckon that would have been Maxwell? He looks a bit like Kevin Eldon. Yes, yeah, the actor Kevin Eldon. But, yeah. yeah. Yep. Off of This Morning with Richard Not Judy. Yes, yeah. It's so good, you just, you've got to watch it, haven't you? You can't, you can't talk yes. over this. What a hideous costume. That's just grim, isn't it? I mean, I know they're ridiculous, but that's just... It's like... Um, Horrendous. It's like, wow, I don't know. It's kind of like an optimistic serviette. <laughs> <laughs> the promise of something to come. Yeah. It's like being having some sauce wiped from your mouth is like a sexual pleasure that may happen. Yeah. Part of the sexual oh, air supply. Mm. You did. You did. Direction there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hand acting. That's, that's very good. Yeah, that's fine. Hey, look, these these. In fact, all of the scenes with the brigadier and the second doctor look brilliant. It does look good. Mm. Mm. So good on you, Peter Moffat. Nicely done. And a great excuse to bring back the Yeti as well. Mm, that would. Have... Although he seems to be a bit more of an animal now rather than a robot. Well, yes, yeah, because it's what's animal. His an... movement well, doesn't look very robotic, does nuts. it? Unless it's Juliet Bravo. Oh, okay. Unless yeah. it's a real Unle Yeti. Yes, yeah, because it could be because there are real Yeti in the Abominable Snowman. Hmm. Because that's not animated by the Great Intelligence, is it? Well, 
Careful, Brig, that coat will go up like tinder. Yeah, but he's got to be careful because I think the stuff above them isn't actually rock, is it? Carved again. It's like a cat after a chip under a door. What? (laughs) Can you believe he's holding that firework like that? Yes, yeah, because if he moves it over, then the whole roof will go up. (laughs) That's why he's holding it against the rock. I think. Thing is, though, if that goes wrong and explodes, and his fingers are gone, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. quite. That's the risks they took in them days. They were they did even cigarette lighters uh, flames of CG these days. Really? Are you guys aware of the silent yeah. movie actor called Harold Lloyd? Oh God, yeah. Yes, yes, genius yeah. of a man. Now he, oh, yeah, he, was a he did a publicity stunt. Where he was holding a, a like the old classic cartoon bomb, which is like the round bomb with the fuse at the top, and they set it going. So he's having yeah. his photo taken with it, and it explodes and blows off several of his fingers. So when you see him scaling oh, buildings and whoa. hanging on for grim life, he's actually got a prosthetic glove <laughs> on his hand. So he's only got about two or three of his fingers actually left. That, that's bizarre, isn't it? Because there's Makes a shot in cool. I can't remember if it's Young Sherlock. Yeah. Sherlock Jr., not Young Sherlock. That's um, no, it's not a shot in Young Sherlock. Believe me, because <laughs> yeah. um, uh, it's a shot in Sherlock Jr. I think. I think I might have that one wrong. Mm-hmm. Where um, Buster Keaton does the bit coming off the train because it's not the general, but it's a bit where he comes off the train. Oh yeah, he it, breaks his back. Uh, no, he broke his neck. Yeah, but didn't. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah sorry, but yeah. didn't notice. Or just got off oh, the train. Yeah. yeah, that's. Yeah, it was years later. Yes, wasn't it? yeah, they only found out and it's like. But that he's having a um, a medical for insurance purposes for another film, and then he said, "Oh, you you broken your neck in the past." <laughs> Have I? <laughs> it's like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm just remembering the scene in Family Guy where they're telling Popeye that those out muscles are growths, and the reason your <laughs> mouth's hard, you know, half open is because you had a stroke a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> They've definitely fixed some of these scenes here because when the Raston Warrior robot jumps, the screen doesn't wobble, mm. which it used to. Right. And famously, JNT directed this battle, didn't he? Yeah. Second unit. Oh, bit of a wobble there from the Cyberman. Oh. This. That's far more That's convincing good. than someone chucking a coin at you with a, with a catapult. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That looks great. That looks really good. It's really gruesome, this battle, though, isn't it? I was just thinking that, yeah. They'd never get away with this now. Ooh, arm comes off. (laughs) Apart from... um, They're just fodder, aren't they? Yeah. Apart from um, Space Adventure... I think it's Space Adventure. I think that the the March of the Cybermen is the is the best Cyberman theme. Yeah, I wasn't that the same guy that did the Sea Devils uh, music as well. Was that Malcolm Clark? Malcolm right. Clark? I don't. Um, I think it was. I yeah. think yeah, I think so. Um, hmm. Space Adventure. Yes, yeah, yeah. Because it's it's the theme to, uh, to Memory Cheats. I just... Ah, cool. yeah. Oh, of course, yes. Because it was. Oh, sorry, so it's a theme to what? <laughs> the memory cheats. I don't know what you're talking about. It's a popular <laughs> podcast with uh, Josh Zymon and Stephen Shapansky. Uh-huh. 
I love the rest on Warrior Robot, you know. Look at that. Oh, it's just, yeah. You're not going to get that these days. I wouldn't have thought. And that celebratory thwip. Mm. Mm. The way you can see the spine, though, the actor. Mm. It's such an agile actor playing. Must have got a. Is it a dancer? Yeah, I think it was. It, yeah, it? Darth Maul. Oh, Ray. Um, <laughs> Ray Park, yeah, Ray Park Jr. Ray Park, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had a drawing of the rest on Royal Robot recently and Dad used a, f- a female form to, to get the shape of it but then got rid of female appendages so that it was androgynous oh. but well, like a handbag. Oh! Yeah, absolutely, I, I used a photo <laughs> of Margaret Thatcher as well. So. That was That's a good shot, standing with the heads all around it. Is that right? Oh, that was, yes, a, that was a really good one, that. Yeah, that is a nice one, yeah. The the scene with John Pertwee here was, this this was, uh, not this one, obviously, because that's not John Pertwee, but the, um, the, <laughs> this, I was beginning to worry. <laughs> no, minute. I've got a different edit. <laughs> it's like, this this bit was um, supposed to be a hang glider. And, per, and John Pertwee refused yeah. to do it. So they had to come up with this on location. So this oh, because of his fair play to him. Would he, though, he? he would have done it in the past because of his back into it. Um, mm. No, he thought his it was. Gerd- pro- his Gerdel wouldn't have taken it. The, qu- the quote <laughs> that I'm quoting from said he thought it was preposterous. And then it says Moffat and Nathan Turner worked together to come up with an alternate version of the sequence, which, I, which is mm. a sentence that, I don't know, I wasn't expecting to be saying today. Oh, here we go. That's a thick rope. Yeah, he was. It's the 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 Bond thing there, definitely, isn't it? Hmm. What between? Shame he was a bit of a pompous twonk, really, isn't it? (laughs) With his um, the kind of the the daring do and the um. Yes. Yeah. See, he's being quite nice to Sarah here, but he speaks to a lot of his companions like complete dirt, doesn't he? Yeah. Poor Joe Grant. Oh, that poor woman. Yeah, she's lovely, children. Yeah, it's not her fault. She's a ham-fisted bun vendor, is it? <laughs> <laughs> is that a euphemism? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> is it cracked? No, yeah. no I think Tower. it's the angle. It looks like a crack, doesn't it? But I think it's the angle of the because it's very jagged. It's not the crack, is it? Oh, no, I don't think Amy, so. Amy Pond's crack. Blink and you'll miss it, but that crack crops up in the background in episode one of the Sensorites on one of the um, screens. I'll just say that now. No. So that's foreshadowing for you. <laughs> is this a J.R. Sadler? <laughs> no, it's there. Honestly, it looks like the crack. Oh. It's not, but it looks like it. Are you just trying to make me watch the Sensorites? Oh, no, I'd never do that. Mm. <laughs> it's like, no, no. I'm sure. Uh, no, never again. <laughs> Funnily enough, um, when going through my shelf upstairs to locate this DVD, um, <laughs> I, I, found, I found I found a three that was still uh, cellophane wrapped, and the sensor rights was one of them. Uh, I can uh, believe. What a surprise! Yeah, it blew me round to watching them yet. Oh. Well, cheers, everyone. I look forward to that. Thanks for the spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Have you never seen it before, ever? 
don't think I've seen the sensor eights. Uh, uh, Cracker Jack! You're in for a treat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of the adventure game. Oh, for this bit, I yeah. To, oh, oh, I was still on the sensor. I used to love the adventure game. Yeah, I did. Drop the, drop the, drop the. Tell you, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Doogie Rev. Ragnar. Yeah. Hey, Rev. Doogie Rev. Yeah. And they used to say at the end, you could send off for some Drogner. I remember watching. You used to send the stamped addressed envelope. <laughs> oh. I love the way this is. This is how I. This is. This is what maths is like for me. It makes as much sense to me, mm. and the end result's the same. Yeah. Pretty. Yeah. Well, I used to know you about the adventure game. Excuse me for speaking with my, my mouthful. Is that? Uh, ooh, hang on. <laughs> hey, you having a moment, there, Doc? What's going on? The, ma- the master's just turned up. Anthony Ainey walks into the room. You're not Moira Stewart. What used to annoy me about the adventure game is, is the bit at the end, just before they ended up going on the oh, the, the final task, where they said mm. they had to so guess various denominations of that currency of theirs. Mm. They never explained what the what the answer was. No, it was the uh, it was the power of imagination, Doc. I love the adventure game. They should bring it back. They oh. could. They could. could update they it. Could bring it back. Yeah, yeah. easily. There's there's episode. It's it's odd because you, you find episodes of it on on YouTube and it's really mm. it's very strange. What they should bring back is give yeah. us a clue. Hey. With Michael Parkinson. Lionel Blair. And Lisa Gut. Was it Lisa Goddard? Or Eunice Stubbs? Eunice Stubbs to start with, then Lisa Goddard. Eunice Stubbs, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, the first theme tune to uh, give us a clue was um, the theme tune to Grange Hill. They had the same theme tune, which I believe, I think it's called Chicken Shack or something. Yes. It is, yeah, Chicken Shack, yeah. Oh, it goes all over the place. Oh, this podcast, doesn't it? It's like being home. When this was first shown, we like to When ramble. this was first shown, when this was broadcast on Children in Need, this was the point when they started flashing the ticker tape across the bottom to explain who'd been sitting mm. in beans all day, and you know, and how much they and they donated like a quid <laughs> towards the thing. And it was, it was kind of like because I because I I had a, I recorded this, I had a video of this, so we must have just got a video. We probably decided we weren't going to eat. eat Did they mention the Graham Norton by name? No, he didn't crop up. And um, but um, no. I don't know. Actually, no, he probably did. It's probably just his face laughing for the last five minutes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is this is he's so trusting. Such an idiot. <laughs> yes. No, oh, I don't know what's happened. Yeah, maths. Ooh, oh, groaning. What a way to go. Yeah. See, they've uh, got rid of the moon boots that they had in Earthshock. Mm. Gone for a slightly more uh, versatile boot. Give you a bit more. Mm. Well, you need that, don't you, when you're out on the, the Welsh moors. moon base they had Doc Martens, I believe, with the laces around. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Doc Martens wouldn't be any... And the invasion, I think, yeah. But Doc Martens wouldn't be any use on that kind of terrain. You'd, you'd snap your ankle before oh, you knew it. Mm. Well, I mean, just look at what happened to poor Susan. There's Tegan wandering around and there's still... Like, yeah. That does look, doesn't it, like a very drunken after-pub game of, <laughs> game of Twister, doesn't it? <laughs> it's as easy as pie. I love that line. 
Yeah. It's a great line, but it makes it absolutely no sense whatsoever. The, the Gallifrey used the same mathematical systems as there. Well, that's because it's really the Earth of the future. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Timey wimey. Oh, no. It's <sighs> one of the worst things that ever happened to Doctor Who, in my opinion, was that phrase. <laughs> Timey wimey. No, oh, no, no, not I again. <laughs> one of the I've, I've been rooting. I think humany woomany was the worst. Oh, I don't know. Where's that one from? I don't want any other decency to turn up. Oh, once. That's from Red's favourite. Yeah, yeah. What um, the doctor that would in the wardrobe? Yeah, yeah. The thing is, I was reading Sorry, the man. sixth, uh, the, um, the the tenth Doctor comic this week, and um, they've carried on the sort of style of dialogue in it. That's basically how the scripts the Doctor in the comic. That every now and again they just put a speech coming and he's got this big speech where he's talking about elastoplasts and how sticky they are and you can imagine the tongue twister is coming out of it. Yeah. I can't remember it or I would say it. The best thing but... in Blink is when he when he says his detector goes it dings when it when there's stuff. Mm. Forget your timey wimey. That was the best line. Yeah, well. It's um Yeah. <laughs> Nice helmet. There's very good Thanks. color color, uh, color coordination in the, <laughs> in this this story. I'm noticing all the scenes which you don't normally get with eighties telly. You notice it a lot these days when you've got production designers looking at everything across costume and set and everything. But it's nicely balanced here. But it's because they use a lot of neutral colors, I guess. But yeah, this, you've this got red show. picking out the Davison's lapels. And Rev, being a an artistic type as you are, red helmet. What do you make of the um, the portrait that we saw just now of Rassilon with his harp? With his harp, um, yeah, it's her history again. It always gets me there. That he's got it's the same mm. as the pie. He's still got he's got like a, a twentieth century notation in front of him in front of the harp, haven't they? What do I make of it? I've never really, I, yeah. I didn't really that detailed in it. I think you should do like your own sort of version of it, possibly. <laughs> Substitute Al or uh, or Doc or Jr. Jr. In full Russell. Yeah, I've only got two. I've only got one photographic reference reference for uh, Doc, and it's a cardboard box. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Al, I just use pictures of Matthew Waterhouse. So. <laughs> yeah, well, it's near enough, you know. It's like he just uses pictures of me. So, oh, there's Richard Franklin. Yeah. I got a feeling, wasn't it one of you three that wrote in saying on the blue box when we'd be talking about uh, the seeds of doom and we mentioned the mincing machine and somebody that was said, oh, Richard Franklin. <laughs> it yeah. was, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I think I can guess it. Yeah. <laughs> that was an attack on Lee, wasn't it? He talked about the mincing machine in um, <laughs> yeah. Seeds of Doom and I wrote in saying, it's, even though Seeds of Dunham was a unit story, Matt Yates wasn't in it. <laughs> I remember thinking oh, on this Paul one, is sure. who the hell's that woman? Yeah. Such a shame. I just, I got the um, the Blu-ray of um, Spearhead? the Spearhead from Space. Ah, uh-huh. uh, oh, fantastic. Which, well, it was a big eye to me, because um, I hadn't watched it since the VHS copy, and I'd not been that impressed oh. with that. I think I watched it with a hangover, and I don't think I've watched it since then. And uh, I was blown away by it. But then the documentary about um, Caroline John as well, to discover she smokes mm. a pipe is marvellous news. 
Really? As a fellow pipe smoker myself, but yeah, apparently she was a real eccentric uh, lady, and uh, I don't know which I'm more astonished by. Hmm? <laughs> that you smoke a pipe on that she did. Same pipe. You don't think you're, don't think you're astonished that I do. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't she smoke it in probe? I don't know. I've never seen probes. <laughs> 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 it was it was um it was a mail order of the spin off series. I don't know if Not I've got no, I, I've, I've got um I've got Orton and um the Sontara one that was uh, filmed on a battleship. Oh um by Terence. Yeah, I've got that one. Hang on, I can't remember what it's called. Um no, the, these are the real time ones or whatever they're called. They uh, BBV, uh, was it? Yeah. yeah, they did. Um, they did a novelisation of it, didn't they? They did. Um, mind game. Oh, mind there's game, the air zone yeah. solution. I'm holding isn't it now. Hey, what? Have you guys got the air zone solution? No, I haven't. No. Oh, that's the one with uh, Colin Baker in bed with Nicola Bryant. Oh, I managed to yeah. get. A, I managed to get a few from an Oxfam a few years ago oh, yeah. uh, on VHS oh, yeah. and got for about a pound each. Which I was happy with, but the thing was, I I'd see these spin-offs advertised and stuff, and I used to think, well, at the end of the day, I could just buy a Doctor Who video and have one of them in the collection rather than one of these spin-offs. So I favoured spending my money on that, so I never had them. Yeah. I sort of wish I have got um, you... I've got ordered I've got one on order that keeps getting put back. They're doing um, one about um, Miss what what you call her out the demons. Oh, Miss Hawthorne. Miss Hawthorne. Ah. Miss Hawthorne, yeah. Um, they do like some little mini adventures with her set at Devil's End. Oh, there we go. There we go. Oh, Wendy Padbury yeah. in Bubble Wrap. And Jamie standing in for uh, well, Fraser Hines standing in for Deborah Watling there. Because she'd gone on the Dave Allen show. There you go. Now the thing, yeah. the thing with the Bubble Wrap outfit though, because everybody says. In um, Ark in Space, of course, it wasn't that yeah. common. It was by now. <laughs> yeah. It's from no excuse. But this is future rap. <laughs> this, is, this is like. Future rap. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It's good seeing them. One of the greatest time teams yeah, ever, oh, those three. Yes, definitely. Yeah. And uh, of course, Jamie couldn't be there because he'd have been killed within 28 seconds of being put back. Or more mm. or less. He wouldn't have lasted the night. Yeah, it's no. a simple piper. Who forgot everything he knew? Yeah. So, you know. It's sad. Yeah. It is, it's really it's really grim. Really grim. I don't know if you guys are aware, but at the point of recording I was reading that um they're gonna be releasing the Myth Makers, oh. not the serial, sadly. Oh. Not, not the series, got it on DVD. but the you know they did, <laughs> you know the no, you know the uh, myth makers the that they've interviewed people who've oh, been on. Are yes. they doing, yeah, are they doing? Um, they're going to be released for download. Oh, oh brilliant! Because okay. you can get them on DVD, yeah. can't you? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What's the? Is not there a series that Toby Haydocks um, introducing as well that have been released? That was another set of interviews. Oh right. Oh, I'm sure it's that. not myth makers, but I'm sure I've heard of it. Because myth. Ah. Because yeah. Nick Briggs was involved, wasn't he, with Myth, 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 Myth Yeah. Myth. Well, yeah, yeah, he mentions it now and then. Yeah, I think they'd be worth looking at. Yeah, it was quite a collection. They'd be interesting documents, wouldn't they, now? Mm. As, of course, is 
Toby Haydock's uh, news uh, yes. Who's Round. I said News uh, Round. Yeah, the Who's Round. Very, oh, very funny. I wonder where that harp is now. Clan out, probably. There was uh, there was an e- there was an episode of Lovejoy with a harp. It? <laughs> <laughs> it had it to did, happen, didn't, didn't it? it? Um, do you remember a pop band called the Hot House Flowers that were a bit rocky and folky? I do remember them. They yeah. appeared in an episode of Lovejoy where they had to identify this uh, Celtic harp. Oh dear! And the uh, it's a bit like the A-Team when they had the Culture Club on it, <laughs> Yeah. It? Do you oh, it's far more credible than that. <clears throat> Ugh. Oh, I remember Boy George in an interview saying that uh, it's quite apt that they appeared on that programme because all of Culture Club by that point hated each other and it turns out everyone in the A-Team hated each wow, other as well. Wow, just hatred on set. Yeah. Tegan's going, look at the state of you. There was a line cut there, I think... Hmm. Yeah, where Tegan said, my version isn't much better, and Sarah said, which one's yours? Yeah. Wasn't that? Oh, he owns the stage, on. doesn't he? As soon as he walks oh, out. Why Why is there a cloakroom just by the entrance? Oh, this... Tonight, tonight club. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When they turn the... When they turn the you know, like the house lights down and start the strobes flashing, that's going to look well impressive. It, it's great seeing them all together, isn't it? Yeah. Have you seen the outtake where um, Pat Troutman gets out his bag of jelly babies? Oh, I think it's on this, isn't it? Because there's, there's an extended yeah. cut of almost of, of a lot of the footage with all of the doctors together. That's right. So it's a nice little reference to the TARDIS console. I have to say, the little stun. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't cut. Oh, that's been put back in then. Oh, I'll shush. There's a lovely seriousness to Handel's um, performance. Mm. I always remembered him as being sort of um, a sort of Nice old granddad with with Werther's originals, yeah. but he's quite he's yeah. quite bitchy, isn't he? He is. He's, he's, <laughs> there's an abrasive sense to him. Yeah, irascible, <laughs> you might say. <laughs> Crotchety. Oh, we haven't. Have we had a neck stroke yet? I beg your pardon. I think, I think we're getting one, one coming. You, surely. Oh, all the hits. Maybe they should reverse the polarity. Oh, yes. the X Factor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wish they hadn't changed Rassilon's yeah. voice either, because I didn't mind the, the, the plummy resonances of the original. I know. I was they changed it to... I know they changed it. Timothy Dalton over That's there. completely George Lucas, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, and it's just as bad as, as it was. Because you've all seen the the Lucas Fine version of the mm. new trailer, haven't you? Of course you have. Of course you have. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's Do you remember, because uh, a similar story came out last year after um, an adventure in um, space and time uh-huh. that they were going to recreate some missing episodes with that, with the cast of that. 
Do you remember the idea that there was going to be an episode where Peter Davison banged his head on the TARDIS console and dreamt an episode with Richard Handel as the first Doctor? That was a, wow. that was a rumor no. that it was about at the time. Wow. Oh, good one, Brigadier. Excellent. Get in. We shall. Long time. When coming. it blows, they're going to surf out of there. Those giant Swiss Army pen knives. <laughs> Surfboards, I reckon. I thought they were coffins. Oh, nice, nice, nice. The, the master really see they're they're um, they're setting it up for the uh, the finale to season eight. All the coffins of the Cybermen coming back yeah, to life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No rush. There we go. Oh, Mark Strickland's great. I love the way he delivered earlier on the line, big, isn't it? Which was almost like an homage to the entirety of the uh, the Troughton uh, Hines. Mm. Yeah. Look at the size of the balls on that, Doctor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> big, that's... big one. <laughs> oh, that's limp-looking celery there. But they're not using kind of like stunt celery at this point. It would appear no. not. Celery had its own trailer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they kept it separate from the fruit that we saw in the TARDIS earlier, just in case the no. fights kept breaking out. I was going to say, it might not have a laundry, but it's got a little fruit bowl. Um, is this where all the money runs out and we suddenly end up with... Because these bits look lovely, but aren't the walls covered in milk crates? Or have I misremembered? Am I, um, am I thinking of Full know, Circle? It, they were obviously left um, over from uh, Full yeah. Circle, It's they? a standard thing to use bread crates and uh, milk crates, isn't it? Yeah. You used them in the last series of Red Dwarf, because it was so cheap. Really? No, other way, Barusa. No, no. Oh, stage turn. Nice. It's behind <laughs> you! <laughs> that TR is a bit full on, isn't it? Oh, dear. Very fetching. We don't see Rassilon's rod in this one, do we? <laughs> there we go. No, you only Milk see his crates. head. <laughs> <laughs> Little bottle crates, anyway. <laughs> oh, but it looks all right. They get away with it. It's okay. The lighting's... Yeah, I don't mind that. That's the all right. The lighting's quite sympathetic, isn't it? For a change. Hmm. Yeah, it's... Well, it's still 80s and sort of slightly overlit, but... Oh, but it, I think it could it be much worse. It gets... It gets worse later in a lot of Colin Baker episodes, mm. I think. Like, oh. oh, and well, by the time we get to Sylvester as well. Poor Sylvester. And, uh, so the um, Paradise Towers could be lit, a lot, mm. could be lit more like this, actually. Yeah. Some of these darky bits are good. What everyone forgets is that Rassilon achieved his immortality through his poetry. What? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I think once they decided to dispense with the idea of the Master being the, the bad guy, I thought it was quite a cool idea to have this guy who'd been the Doctor's mentor for all these years go a bit loopy and power-crazed. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was a nice twist. Oh. Hey. Hey. All the hits. <laughs> yeah, so, but... It's a, it, it is an impossible task to write something like this, isn't it? 
anything you come out yes. with is. It is, it is. But it still kind of hangs together. Yeah, yeah. It's a good story. The whole concept of the game is a great idea, isn't it? Mm. Yes, yeah, yeah. And as as kind of like celebratory anniversary specials go, it's it's. I think it's on a par with Day so, of the Doctor. So Doc did the the Hunger Games nick the uh, idea of the games from uh, the game of Rassilon. Lots yeah. of people killing each other and fighting to death. No, they nicked that from Battle yes, Royale. Yeah. Oh, I was just because Doc likes likes everything everything in Doctor Who was nicked by every other. Oh, that's a point, isn't it? So, yes. And then there's the long. No, I think I think it would be a bit bits of a stretch. And the long walk, of course, by Steve. Well, Richard Bateman, as he was, but Stephen King. That was a similar kind of a thing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The Running Man. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah that's a good film, isn't it? Yeah, the film. The film's quite mm. different to the to the novella as well. That one. Quite grim, the Bateman books. Thinking back on it. But then you know, there we are. I'll be honest, I don't think I've read any of those. I've read quite a lot of this. No, I, I often wait for the film to come out. I'm still waiting for the Argos film books. So. <laughs> not, read, not read the book. <laughs> it's good. It's a good book. Yeah, get two editions every year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thinner was the breakout one, and then he rewrote, um, and, the, and then he published one that tied in with Stephen King when he was getting a bit matter later on. Mm. He's, he has got a bit matter. <clears throat> anyway, I'll shush and about Stephen King because that's not really what we're here that is a fetching coronet isn't it it's very pink it's, it's I'd, I'd wear it yeah <laughs> down the pub of a Saturday night too right he is still dressed like a serviette though in fact that looks like those kind of well I think the black works better than the whatever the previous thing was. What? Although, hey. oh, having said that, I've just gone into the bright light now. Oh, it looks like a funny chronic decoration. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a go faster stripe down the front as well. That's not right, is it? Hey, Turlo's finally out of the tower. Yeah, brilliant. You poor sod. Keep an eye on his hands. He's always good with his hands, as Mark Strokes. Yeah. Yeah, he'll be looking back over his shoulder yeah. in a minute. <laughs> oh, and this is a lovely bit of monitor acting oh, from Patrick Trout. He's, he, <laughs> he's always good at these. I love the monitors. Mm. Proper CRTs. It's like that, that's the portable telly we watched Adam's family on. Yeah. What a face. So when do you think uh, Gallifreyan handwriting changed? Probably directly after the story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's different, it was different countries and things invaded this, this country and we spoke different languages depending on who invaded us. Gallifreyan could have been the same. And there's enough target. Oh! Nicking stuff from cultures. Neck rub. Nick's heart, so Neck rub. Neck rub. Yeah. yeah. There's enough TARDISes around to be translated though, so I suppose I, that's just it. Maybe, maybe this is South Gallifrey. Is that a Wales reference? Well, lots of planets have a north, so. Lots of planets have they a do, Wales. They do, they do. Many of them. And a Scotland, apparently, going on the Doctor's accent. 
because it's been Scottish a few times. He has, yeah. One slightly via Dick Van Dyke, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, tooth and claw. Oh, I don't know. That wasn't convincing at all. <laughs> you tell he was going on. <laughs> Good, couldn't you? <laughs> the master's just given up. It's just like, oh, right, I've had a terrible day. I can't be bothered. I'll just wait for my cue. Because <laughs> you can't blame him when he comes in and he's furious. He's just... Hmm. Poor old Pat Troughton. He only had a few more years left, didn't he? But he absolutely shined yeah. in this. I know I'm biased, but... I know he is. He's excellent. He's the yeah. best thing in it. And then he went into the two of us after this, didn't he? Yes. As, as Nicholas Lindert's granddad. Mm, yeah. In fact, he died when he was making that, because then he was replaced by Tenny Elevens. Oh. Has, there is a link with Doctor Who with him, and I can't remember what it is. Carnival of Monsters. Where, uh, no, I don't know if he was going to yes. actually be a doctor. Yeah, possibly. Because was it was he in the Navy Lark? Yes, he was. Yeah. Oh, there you are then. I I, I seem to remember around this time, um, Patrick Troughton turning up in an episode of Drama Rama. Well, that was a good one. Drama Rama. Yeah, in fact, it, Drama Rama. It must have been around the time of the um, Box of Delights. Well, uh, Educate. Oh, God, that, God, that was good, oh, isn't it? I love the Box of Delights. Yeah. Uh, I keep meaning to buy that DVD to watch. Oh, you should. Oh, penny rev. Yeah. But... See, and this is why I love The Doctor, The Widow and The Wardrobe. It's, oh, it's... it's a proper Ooh. Christmas Oh, thing. now, come on. Christ- Christmas yeah. viewing. Christmas fair. It's the theme tune was the do 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 Yeah. Well, I think that... Do you know the... rather like the Doctor Who theme tune had that way of setting the tone and... Freaking you out! I was—I would have been what nine or ten when that came yeah. on, and that used to scare the bejesus out of me. But I'd still watch it. It was creepy. It, it's this. It was. There's odd stuff going on. It. Some of the makeup is quite spooky, as well. Do you? Yeah. Do you know the ice skating mouse? Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. That's Nick Berry. Really? No. Yeah. Blimey. Every loser wins. Oh, lovely. <laughs> Give it to him. <laughs> hmm. I forget who it was now. I, I may be misremembering, but I think it may have been... David Adams, who's a, a listener to the Blue Box podcast. Um, I can't remember who it was. I could be misremembering, so apologies if it wasn't uh, that person. But somebody recreated those masks on the side of the tomb and put mine, JR's, oh. Lee's and Simon's faces those, in place. Um, masks on Very the tomb freaky. always look to me like mm. they're just covered in PVA. Oh, those eyes, yeah, the, Ooh, the red, really? the redness, yeah. It's it's similar. It's similar mm. to the mold in Ark in Space in the body, isn't it? It's like the vacuum form thing. Yeah. yeah. But oh, yeah. The, the yeah that image of of all of you together on on it that looks really good. Yeah, I've I've seen that one. Um, it, you put it up on the on Facebook, didn't you? 
I think, yeah, I think yes. JR put it on Brilliant. the Facebook page for a while. That is creepy, yeah. that idea. That is really scary, isn't it? it? Is. And then the moment... They yeah. thought they're trapped in there forever. But then, you know, according to um, Dimensions in Time, they keep spare Time Lords behind the roundels, don't they? Because um, they store... what There's one play by Andrew Beach <laughs> who's stored behind one of them, I seem to recall. So, mm, that's uh, right, yeah. yeah. Interesting, interesting. And of course, Rassilon. Let me see if we get. Yes. Rassilon had appeared in the comics before he'd appeared on the telly, hadn't he? Yeah, hey, because. Yeah. because I, and I think it's largely the portrayal of Rassilon, although it comes via. Um, oh, come on. Uh, Jeremy Benson. Yes, that one, not the other oh, one. Right. Although the, that's why we got the Panopticon, of course, after the chat with <laughs> Robert Holmes, because um, he was talking to Alan Moore about the history, and so the backup strip, like um, 4D War and all the stuff about um, Black Sun, that's got Rassilon in it, mm. and that's got the bit in it where there's a paradox that creates time old history because the power of and none of this is canon, but it's Alan Moore. It, it's that um, hmm. uh, someone comes back in time and, and attacks Gallifrey and leaves behind the time device, and as a result of that. And so on. They discover time. Yeah, time. yeah, yeah. That face was quite a golden Voyager Sinbad, wasn't it? <laughs> yes. Yeah. With his beardy face, the, the Oracle. Yeah. Another Doctor Who link there, obviously. Yeah. Yes. I think it's rather apt that the first Doctor solves it, really. Yeah. Much as I yes. like the second yeah. Doctor. I think it's only right that he. Uh, Comes up with a solution. Yeah, I mentioned I've met Ray Harryhausen, by the way. Wow. Oh, wow. I gave him a DVD of some films. Not recently, oh, obviously. No. <laughs> I gave him a DVD <laughs> of some films me and a mate had made, because one of them was an animation inspired by him, and uh, he was about to sign it. I said, No, it's, it's for you. And I think he just looked at me as though he said, What, what, what are you foisting upon me, you goddamn beatnik? <laughs> <laughs> He visited our school to give us a talk, and he was accompanied by bodyguards with, oh, yeah, um, yeah. with, he, with guns. Yeah, yeah. There was something else about him. Quite a fact. Scarecrow, fancy pants. <laughs> They're great. Because they, they became quite a double act at conventions, didn't they? Or had oh, been yeah. as well. You know, it was... Um... Who, Trufton and Patui? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Trufton. Yes, yeah. Jump with that water pistols or something. Yes, yes, yeah. Uh... <laughs> there they go. Yeah. Are we all travelling back together? Yeah. Oh, that's that, wrong no, as well. Yeah, that's that was. It worked so much better in the original one, where you got all the Tardises all flying off. It's yes, it's not. Is the um, is the shot when we see the fourth Doctor return? Is that changed as well from the broadcast? I think I've read somewhere that it is. Yeah. He's stuck under a fence or something. Yes, yeah, yes, from the, yeah, yes, well, yeah. He's just got away from the globe, mm. from the, the the promising toclophane of the Skagra. Doctor, did you manage to retrieve my marital aid? <laughs> <laughs> Oop, spares.
some uh, slightly less enthusiastic marching from some of the... <laughs> yes. <laughs> Lord President of everything. Right, this will be interesting because I've got what's apparently a, a, a cut line here, but... Um, I don't know if it's been reinstated for the extended edition. Because a lot hmm. of the lines I thought were cut have been in this. So. Yeah. Maybe that's why it's different from the broadcast version. Yeah, yeah. There you go, that bit. That was cut. Not just the Mr. Whippies. Not just the Mr. Whippies. Some of the, some of the order was changed around as well. Hmm. It was only the bit about the... Some of these special editions really work, and some are oh, less well, than good. So, yeah. It's... it's it... Curse of Fenric, I think it's brilliant. The yes. special edition of that, I think. It's really mm, good. Yeah. It's the movie. It's amazing. Mm. I wasn't... I've got to admit... Whereas I felt Planet of Fire wasn't no, that Planet great. Planet of Fire wasn't that great. I wasn't that impressed with... Personally, I can see a lot of work went into a lot of love, but I wasn't that impressed with... Um, Day of the Daleks, and not just because there are no complications getting cut. Oof. I did. Uh, I loved I it. Did like yeah. it, yeah. I, it was just. It's just like it's kind of. It, to me, it very much felt as though it was. It was a recreation of one person's memory of what mm. they thought they'd saw, which obviously is what it was. But the good thing is, you still get the broadcast version. Yeah, well. yes. that's what I'm going to say. Yeah, I did like it, but oh, yeah. I didn't think it was out wrong with it in the first place. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's hindsight that people have decided they want to change something. Deliberately choosing to go on the run from your own people in a rackety yeah. old TARDIS. And a nice mashup of the themes as well. Hooray! Chin yeah. yeah. chin. Marvelous. Cheers, chin chin. Cheers. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> yeah, it's uh, it's good. It's a very. Been... Because after after this, though, because the Three Doctors was one thing, but then to do this, then mm. it set the trend that multi-doctor stories happened mm. and they would mm. always be expected. Yes. Which sometimes can be a bit of a... You know, it's along with the same thing is that, like, you know, after Genesis of the Daleks, you had to have Davros in a Dalek story. It became mm. certain... I don't mind the two doctors. It's not the best multi-doctor story, and it's not that really. It's it's not a great one for Trout and. But it's nice to see him again, isn't it? Yeah, it's great to see him again, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. And I like the way that I mean Stephen Moffat did it very well. Program consultant Ian Levine. You know, grand effects these days. There we Marvellous. have it. Wow. Five yeah, doctors. Brilliant. What a joy. Well, chaps, thank you for coming along and helping out on this little commentary. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, before we wrap things up, we'll do the usual. So I'm going to ask you, all three of you, what you would like to recommend to our listeners. So I'm going to put Al on the spot first. Oh, right, okay. What have you been enjoying What have I been enjoying lately? It could be books. Okay. Oh. 
Yeah, books, TV, films, whatever. Well, you like. I was I was going to recommend the classic Doctor Who DVD comp- uh, compendium compiled by Paul Smith and available on print and demand from wonderful books, but I'm not going to. So what I'm going to do instead oh. is, is <laughs> I'm going to uh, because I've been reading. Um, I don't know what it's called, Volume One, because um, I can't see that there's any scope for a Volume Two because mm. it covers both series. Of um, it's called Hooded Man okay. by Andrew Orton from Milk. And it's about, oh. about oh, Robin yes. of Sherwood. Yeah, yeah. It, it keeps going on about a third series, but they never made one. So um, I don't know what that is. Robin Hood. Uh, I know a song about that. Robin of Sherwood. It <laughs> 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 was only Robin Hood in, Amer- in America. But the um, it's really good, you know. As as all of as all of the mm. books are, it's diligently researched, and it's uh, yeah, it's um, yeah, it's very it's very in depth, and it and it's got me back watching the show and um and re-watching robin sherwood it's it's barely i thought it would it would have dated much more than it has but it's been so influential hmm. oddly enough um that it still retains the power that it had before and even though it moves slowly once you get back into the pace of it it's it moves at the correct yeah. speed and it hasn't actually dated very much over, over the period of time and it's is it a bit like watching 60s who you kind of you get into that mindset and you just go yeah once it. you get back into the rhythm you've got to judge it by, by what it is but even even having said that the, the quality of the writing mm. is phenomenal richard carpenter was amazing uh, and mm. and mm. i i'd forgotten how good the scripts are really and it, there's some um, so i yeah I'd, i highly recommend hooded man because it will make you watch robin sherwood again only the first two series of course excellent good. that's me and I think we'll we'll go to Rev next. We, anything you want to... Well, book we're talking. Or anything you like. Book, film, oh, I, TV, I, music, I oh, whatever Oh, God. I'll speed through a list if you the like. The world is your lobster. I was, well, I'll speed through a list quickly if you want, because uh, I, I, I'll, <laughs> I'll recommend quite a few things, but uh, uh, secretly, because uh, television was a toss-up, because I was going to recommend Gotham. Because I think a lot, a oh, lot right. of people decided before it was screened that it was going to be uh, pants, and they decided, oh, no, you can't do that. The Batman continuity and play about with it like that and mess about with it like that. But it's a really mm-hmm. good television series, and if you didn't watch it at the time, you should watch it because it is proper Batman. It's dark and gloomy, and there's wacky characters and madness. It's great. But then I decided, no, I'm not going to recommend that one because <laughs> it gets a lot of publicity. One that doesn't seem to get mentioned a lot on a lot of websites and should do is The Hundred because it's fantastic. Oh, right. And the second series has just started. Now, the first series was, uh, it would be easy to not enjoy it because it was a bit glee like in that there was a lot of, um, well, well, there was a lot of people in their 20s and 30s playing 16 year olds and 18 year olds as you get in these things. And it was very glee like. Yeah. It basically sent all these convicts down from this spaceship called the Ark onto Earth, mm-hmm. which had been part of a nuclear war, so they were going to test if it was safe and if they could go and survive there. That was the first series. The second series has come back in with a much bigger cast. The adults from the Ark are down. There are grounders and uh, tribes on Earth. Everyone's split into factions. It's much more sort of Game of thrones Everybody's in different partnerships oh, right. and things. But why I love it is because in every episode there are so many references to sci-fi. And they just don't hide it. They love it. You know, every mm. episode, it's very Hunger Games. There's, there's reference to aliens. Just in the three episodes we've had this series, there's been reference to Superman, where they were putting a baby in a missile to send him to Earth. 
Um, <laughs> even in the opening titles, which have just been jazzed up, there's a beach, and on the beach is a half-buried Statue of Liberty. It's just yeah. absolutely full of little things like that. But it's got much more darker and serious. It's a bit more like Battlestar Galactica now. Uh, and it's a really good series, and it's only three episodes in the series, so watch it, and it's great. And uh, book, um, mm-hmm. book is a random one because I'm going to tell you to go and read an autobiography that is uh, yeah. called "Going to See in a Sieve," which is by Danny Baker. Oh, now we sit here legend. and we uh, speak random of sci-fi and fantasy. Mm-hmm. Danny Baker's whole life is basically seems to have lived in a Beano comic strip. And you know the kind of things you go and see in adventure films or in films happen to him. He's been shot. He's, mm. And and he'll, he'll talk in one chapter about uh, cooking baked potatoes that they've nicked the potatoes from the local grocer and they're going to cook baked potatoes on an old bomb site. And they'll they'll <laughs> set fire to things and see he'll stay in the fire. And once they're doing that, in the next scene, he's in a record shop meeting David Bowie and Matt Boland. And it, the nice. way he seems to be the nicest man on the planet, but doesn't seem to be a bad bone in his body. And he speaks of popular culture marvellously. They're making a TV mm, series yeah, of does. the book. Yeah. But read, read the did book. Did you see the, um, brilliant. the show that he did on, uh, I think it was on BBC4, and it was all about uh, um, vinyl. And... Oh, yeah, where he talks to people about That's records and stuff. And there's also a series yeah, he did yeah. where every week they'd do a random subject. Uh, and mm. that he'd, he'd get together um, loads of archive footage from documentaries and public information yeah. films. So one week it'd be parks and gardens and one mm. week's it'd be education and it was very good and it was very marvellous yeah. and uh, yeah. I'll speak very very fast about the film but um, <laughs> I think I've seen I might have seen I, I was at a special press release uh, obviously but the film right. that I was desperate to know what film I'm going to recommend and it's Big Hero 6 ah, which is right. new Disney animation <clears throat> based on a Marvel comic book I know nothing about the comic book I know my mm-hmm. friend John who was obsessed with Marvel continuities up in arms about it but oh I watched it last night, and it's a fantastic film. You get these CG films. I have no kids, so I sometimes feel a bit funny watching these CG films. I'll watch something like um, Despicable Me, and I'll watch that and think, yeah. this is definitely for the kids, this one. Then I'll watch something mm-hmm. like How to Train Your Dragon or Big Hero 6 and think, I don't understand where the kids come into watching this one. This is a grown-up film, yeah. surely. It's really good and very enjoyable, so watch it. And that's my recommendations. Thank you. Great recommendations there. So it brings us to Doc. Uh, now you have warned me before. You're not the sort of person to wax lyrical about how much you enjoy things. In fact, you you could be possibly construed as a bit of a grumpy old sod. It's a lie. It's a job <laughs> description. Um, well, I was going to unrecommend a series to a broad church, oh. which is utterly terrible. Oh dear! It's um, oh, it's I, <laughs> I just started watching brilliant. it last Did time. you like series one? Yeah, it's brilliant. It's awful. I think they make EastEnders look like Dad's Army. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, well, have you been watching season two? Yeah, I, 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 I watch it. I mean, I'm in, I'm engrossed by the, the design of it and everything, the sets and the beauty of the direction. It's. Uh, mm. Visually, and I suppose cinematographically, it's um, splendid. Mm. But plot-wise, he's all up its own ass. It's, the uh, it's the quite courthouse is, uh, is Exeter University. Ah. Oh, is it? Just around the corner from where oh. I live, yeah. Um, and I tell you what, if David Tennant had first been discovered there instead of in Casanova, 
he wouldn't have the reputation mm. he has because he's, he's he's playing a very bland character. Um, what's her name's all right, Olivia Coleman. She's uh, mad. But, yeah, she's brilliant. Uh, I, she I won't brilliant. be too depressing, so I will recommend Wolf Hall, the first episode of which was ah, shown yeah. on Wednesday, which people have been all over since been whinging. Oh, it's not. I don't like the lighting, and oh, I don't like it. Cromwell, he's not been. He's not what I. Th- he's not what I thought he'd be. Which seems to be to miss the That's point. That's Mark Rylance, isn't yes. it? Yes, brilliantly acted. Very good thing. See, I know him best from um, there's a kids TV show called Bing. Oh right, which is about a rabbit, and he plays a stuffed toy called Flop. <laughs> and uh, well, we've, yeah, all, he's brilliant, we've all done that, that at some time still. <laughs> is he a rabbit? <laughs> he oh, is. Yes. Yeah. See yeah. BBs. Check it out. Um, That's not my recommendation, again. but you carry on, Doc. Book-wise, uh, just uh, before mm. Christmas, I finished reading the... Um, was it the fourth? Uh, no, the fifth in the series of the Ben Aronovich's Yay. Rivers of London books. Get it! Uh, uh, ben Aronovich, former Doctor Who writer, of course. Mm. Um, which it's, Everything's linked. It's the sort of thing where if, they, if you, there's something up in blurb on the back of a book, you'd think, oh, that's not for me. Um, it's a a black a young black copper in the Met who mm. discovers almost Harry Potter like that he's a wizard. Um, okay, but don't You're a wizard, Harry. don't allow that to influence you because it's, <laughs> it's, it's far better than that. Oh. It's absolutely lovely. Uh, Sensational. I, there's a certain sort of person I think who would read it and think, oh, oh no no. No, pop culture references. Oh, it'll date so easily. But it's mm. full of these brilliant pop culture references. Oh. Like to Star Wars or The Hobbit mm-hmm. or to Doctor Who. It's just very, very funny and very good and quite scary at times oh. as well. Um, Great recommendation. Uh, which are going to be... Are they going to be comicised at some stage, those? April, I thought I'd read that somewhere, uh, yeah. Comics, April issue one's due out. I believe. Uh-huh. And those are, cur- those are current. Be, uh, you'll be subscribing, uh, Doc. They're current with Andrew Cart now. Ah, nice. Uh, that's all I can recommend. Hmm. Well, I've got a few. Um, my attention span is absolutely appalling. I used to read a lot when I was a kid, and it's got to the point now where I just I can't pick up a book. I'm really that pathetic. So I tend to listen to a lot of audio books walking to and from work. And uh, a constant source of amusement to, uh, to my wife is I've got the hardback book of um, the complete Philip Pullman's His Dark Materials and haven't finished it. I got as far as reading all of the first book and just could not sustain um, having to read. So... I've been cheating and listening to the audio versions. So I'm now about halfway through the final book um, in the audio version. They're read by Philip Pullman and then a lot of the uh, characters are played by various actors. And I'm really enjoying that. So I'd definitely throw that one out there. Um, The other one that I had to recommend is an audio-based thing as well. I don't know if you guys are really into uh, Tony Hancock. Yes. Uh Mm, Hancock's half hour. So I've I've discovered uh, the old Hancock 
shows on <coughs> Radio 4 <coughs> or 4 Extra. Um, and they, a little while ago, they did the Missing Yes, Hancock yes, yes, I listened to those. With Kevin McNally, mm-hmm. who was in The yes. Twin Dilemma. Yes, and Pirates of the Caribbean. So again, it's all yeah. connected. Uh, he, he was, was quite brilliant. breathtaking the most as Hancock, was casting. Mm. I wasn't sure mm. about the casting of Sid. Who played Sid? No, um, no. But yeah, ha- but yeah he's... Han- Hancock, uh, you couldn't see the giant, on. could you? Who played Sid? Oh yeah, it's amazing. So so yeah, I'd certainly uh, recommend searching those out. I think they're out um, as CDs, and you can download. Ooh. And I'm I'd be very surprised if they don't repeat them. Um, and I saw him mentioning on Twitter the, the other day that they're looking to do some more of those. So it'd be nice to see some of those explored and, and brought back to life. Um, okay. So th- those are my recommendations. Um, very quickly before we go, I'd like to say. Thank you to a couple of loyal listeners who've been uh, very kind to sort of get in touch through Twitter. Uh, David Carrington keeps on saying nice things about the podcast. And bearing in mind, we haven't had an episode out for getting on for a year. That's very kind of him to say so. Um, and also uh, Ian Martin. Not not Ian Marta, Ian Martin. Uh, he's been recently listening to episodes so thank you very much guys for your positive feedback and thank you to everyone who's downloaded i know it's been a while but it's nice to get back in the saddle again um so i'd like to thank all three of you for coming on the show thank you so much um before you go would you like to give a little plug to diddly dumb um where are we (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Oh Lord! I don't have well, to, uh, no, you know I can't do that, really, that, that this fast. Um, <laughs> the Diddly Dumb yeah. podcast is um, well. I can't really remember all the sites there, but if you go to uh, Diddly Dumb Diddly dot com or mm. to Diddly Dumb on Facebook, um, you'll uh, find us, and we oh. are um, uh, a Doctor Who podcast. Um, with a difference, um, yes. we are liquid podcasting. Fit us in your ear. Yeah, we are the, yeah. the diarrhea of. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you like to go off on tangents, don't you guys? We start on the it's tangents. Not, it's not so much we like to. But that's what makes it enjoyable. It's just three mates having a chat, and we just get to listen in. And uh, yeah, it's hugely loved by lots of people I know. So um, yes, please, please go out and listen Ooh. to it. It's great. Thanks so much. And uh, Rev, I believe you're playing hooky oh, and, uh, and recording for another podcast as well. Yes, That's you right. can find me on uh, Who Was, which means I get to uh, go off on tangents about Star Wars as well as Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit different. I'm sort of for that. I'm doing sort of these little editorial pieces, which again, it goes it goes okay. back to this thing that we mentioned is about everything's linked. I sort of I'll have mm. a few conversations across the week, or I'll read something completely random in one book, and suddenly think that's a bit linked to what I was thinking about the other day, and I'll ram- ramble on about it. Uh, and I review um, the the Twelfth Doctor comics as well on there. Oh, sweet. But yeah, it's good fun. So you're family on there, yeah? Ideal. Thank you very much, guys. It's been a real pleasure having you on the show. Thanks. It's been... Bye-bye. Cheers. And, uh, well, hopefully we'll have another episode sometime soon. So for now, cheers. Cheers.
Um, right, we do have a slight problem. Yeah. And if you've got your Facebook open, uh, the Rev can't find his DVD, but he says he has got the novel and the soundtrack. He's kidding. He's not kidding. He put a photo up just now of his empty case with no DVD in it. I found two other. I found two other DVDs in other places, not in the boxes though. <laughs> found the demons. Oh, oh that's right. Good. Yeah, that's good. <clears throat> Didn't know that was missing. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm married uh, to excellent. an ex-librarian, so um, everything goes in its right place. So, uh, so Lee's, Lee's retired. <laughs> <laughs> no, Lee's Simon's wife. Don't you know that? <laughs> Absolutely, no, he's like JR. I'm not sure which way around their relationship works, but uh, yeah. <laughs> right, so what? what go on then. then what, what's happening? Was that my turn to talk? Yeah. <laughs> I've got it on there. I've got it in bits on the screen. I know it off by heart. I've got the book. I, I've got. I'll know what's happening when you say your. It could make for your anecdotes and. I already have a couple of things planned. Nerdology makes deadly dumb look efficient. <laughs> I enjoyed right, listening to okay. Andrew Smith on your show. I thought he was very good. <clears throat> oh, he was, he was disgustingly nice. He is a lovely guy, isn't he? He is. We got a special, a special Facebook message from Toby Hoyoke saying, Ooh, that was lovely. <laughs> Did he like the podcast? <laughs> so, uh, any news on the Lovejoy auditions yet, Rev? Oh, um, I can't really talk much about it, but I've got the jacket. Oh, nice! <laughs> you know that uh, Lovejoy's actual actual jacket, the prop was sold at auction oh. uh, last year, but there was very little, little publicity about the auction. Mm. And when it came on the local news of wherever it was sold, I don't know, possibly where they filmed it, I don't know. It had just been left lying around. Oh, yeah. Um, it had gone for very little money. We're talking low hundreds here. Oh. But love Joyce Jacket. The DNA being McShane. Are you trying to say that the, the old production hair. team have the old hair. so that they can replicate the quality of the right. previous programme by getting the new person to wear it? <clears throat> I don't think if you, if you use uh, frog DNA to fill in the gene. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right, so what are we doing? I love you whenever everyone else is. Um, you know, have speak you up, just been for a crafty p? No, I don't <laughs> He's the one who stayed at home. has got a, his own little book thing going on. Yes. I saw he's got a photograph of some books. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he's you doing like a self-publishing thing. Oh, is yeah. he? No, I've heard, yeah, he said that. J.R. Hartley. Yeah, that's right. Fly fishing. You, you haven't looked very closely. Do you have You on Who by J.R. Southall? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, some you great, <laughs> there's some great essays in there, I'll tell you. Yeah, no, yeah, because he's got, he's got two coming out, because he's got his short stories and he's got his yeah. collection of essays for Starburst and things. That looks good. Mm. Then there's the... There's the other stuff that's coming up that you sort of announced, but you haven't really looked at it, have you? Doesn't sound like it. Me? No. I just looked at the photo, sorry. 
did. Mm, okay. Hang on. Well, he just puts. Yeah. I'm so used to him just putting photographs up of his toys in the garden. That you can't <laughs> if he's just photographing bits of his collection, I have to take pictures of my records and comics yeah. and stick them on. It don't mean I'm, I'm I'm Stan Lee, does it? All right. Okay. So, do you want us to do like a counting and all say the same thing at the same time, or clap, or do like a victory cheer or something like that? Or? <laughs> um, well, we could do what you do and do a diddly dum. Okay. <laughs> They so, won't line up. Doc, <laughs> so confusing. Doc, have you right, sorted out I've your audio recording. issues? I've started recording. Yes, I've started recording now. Good. Okay. Right. So, I've started what recording. What I figured we'd do... I'm recording as well, then. Yeah. Matt, are you recording? I am just about to start okay. recording now. Okay. Excellent. Right. Excellent. Put that there. There's still no central clever one. There's four of us tonight. I know, it's worrying. Terrible, you'll, have to, you'll have to mix it in quad. Excuse me, I'm here. Pardon? <clears throat> I'm here. Like you said. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. It's going to get nasty. Right, okay, so, have we all got our menu screen up, apart from Rev? Who's yeah. By memory. Yeah. 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 They're, they're all, all the DVD oh. players will start at different points anyway, won't they? I've got, William, oh, yeah. I've got William Hartnell on screen. Oh, that's nice. Yes, I've, you, I've got him clutching his lapels and just about jumping. Oh, right. Oh, are we, are we going from... Are we, are we starting and pausing then and just saying, press play now? Yeah. Because I'm, I'm on the menu sure. screen. Right, yeah, that sounds more sensible. Right, hang on. All right. Okay. Yep, done it. I've pressed play and pause. He's just about to open his mouth and say something, yeah, and that's when I pause. So I'm, yeah. I'm paused. I'm one second in, I'm paused. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm gonna have to put put the subtitles on just in case. Sorry, I'm gonna have to come back to the because it won't let me do it through. No, that's fine. Subtitles on. Won't be a second. Sorry, guys. Main menu. Bodies in the world. I watched um, over Christmas. when it was on recently um, on a Majesty's Secret Service. God, isn't he wooden? He's not bad. But when he, deli- uh, yeah. when, he, when he delivers one of his your little throwaway punchlines, it's awful. Still the Anna Rig. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, yeah. it's an alright film. And it's an interesting film because it references other Bond films in it. Yeah. Because there's always saying yes. that Bond films aren't sequels to each other. Yeah, this one does have uh, things in his office, doesn't it? On his desk, doesn't it? Have bits and bobs. And in fact, the previous the TV adventures. movie of the Bond films. It's in the theme, like the, the theme music is actually the theme music, isn't it? Oh, yes. no, 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 it's not. No, no. It's, um, it's, 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 it goes... Oh, well, that's, that's what I'm assuming James Bond music Doctor knows the Bond theme. The Ballarats did a version, didn't they? Brilliant. Who's... Is Chancellor Goth? Uh, 006. Ooh. The guy who ends up oh. swinging from um, the the mountain. I must admit, I haven't seen it for a little Cause while. Because he's been spying on Blofeld's place. Could well be. Do you know when he... Oh, you've, you've seen it recently, have you? No. Not for a while. It's really funny with these things where they... Uh, you know, he breaks into that guy's office, that lawyer's office, and, and uh, opens his safe. And he has something the size of... Um, uh, so the sort of amp that you take to a gig with you um, to, to open the safe. Whereas it, it's not very interesting. Are we ready? <laughs> <laughs> I was getting into that. Yeah, oh, sorry. Right. Yeah, I was just enjoying it. <laughs> okay. He uses a practice amp to open a safe. It's like, <laughs> cool. He's got. <laughs> right, oh, come no. on, boy. Is that me now? 
It was a place of ancient evil. Somehow the evil seemed to hang in the air, like smoke or fog that long centuries have been unable to disperse. Rill. Are you all that bit? (laughs) Rill. (laughs) (laughs) The book doesn't start with William Hart. You're making me think of Galaxy 4 now, Al. Oh, the oh, and the gas. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from. Right. Yeah. Okay, then, shall we do a, a three, two, one, diddly dum? Let's go for it. Okay. What could possibly button. go wrong? <laughs> three, two, one, diddly, diddly dum. Sweet baby Jesus. That is as, that is more aligned than we've ever managed to get it before, isn't it? Well, yep. Yep. We shall see. Right. I have got right. this recording. All the feeds expand my screen. If it all goes horribly pear Oh, brilliant. That's really only like an emergency. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Professor Yaffle. I just thought I just tried to do the first doctor that I realised it sounds like <laughs> Professor Yaffle on the first. I'm here, it's a knight who said. He does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh, now I'll go with that rest. If, if we've all muted our sound, that means we won't, <laughs> we won't hear the horn of Rassilon. Oh. Which would take us straight back to the early days of yeah, Diddly Dum. I know. Yeah. You're always getting that one, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we can give it a. Rev's giving it a blow there. Yeah. Hang on. I've okay. just got to fix my things again because it's not allowing me to mute one and mute the other. Uh, applications down. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I, I know what I've done now. Are we ready? Is this the. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Easter egg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the way we're going, it's going to be longer than the actual programme. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> big egg. <laughs> the yeah, moon. It's a, it's a space it dragon is. egg. Yeah, if we all got the first, if we got the first Doctor. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, right. do you want to have a go? Yeah. 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 Right. Here we go. Give us a three-to-one play, Mark. Oh, um, it might be worth doing an it, intro as well. Yeah, I was going to say, oh, do you want to do an intro? Mark's in charge, don't forget. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah, allegedly. Right, okay. Ostensibly. Christ, look at those roundels behind them. <clears throat> I know, they're a bit battered One up, aren't squished, they? didn't it? Yeah. yeah. Better than washing up bowls, though. Right, okay. Bit of calm, please. Put your, put your mug down, that's it. That's me empty. And your milk bottles. Right, yeah, okay. Right. <laughs> Hi, this is Mark, and welcome to episode 30 of Nerdology.